0: 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
1: But
2: I think the development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a
3: flying object that we Pose a threat. I want them on talking. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. you said there's lights
2: in the sky? The internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists.
4: Anyone want to look at my need my help, please. Please, please, help me. I mean, you it. To the digital Good evening and welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host Michael Strange and we're streaming on YouTube, Rockfin Rumble, Twitter and Twitch. We are broadcasting live on the Troubled Minds Radio Network. That is KUAP Digital Broadcasting. Tonight, we're taking your calls as we talk about Sleep Year. I, mean, I warned you there was going to be a Leap Year show coming up, of course, because today is that special day that only comes once every four years, February 29th. Yep. Yep, that's it, right? That's it. Seems simple. Seems simple. It's a calendar thing to kind of keep us more on the celestial clock. Uh, they had to, you know, adjust the calendar many times over the years for obvious reasons. You know, it's got to be kind of right. You know, you can't have like a, you know, drifting solstice because the calendar is wrong. Well, of course, because the, 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 the large circle, the wheel, the, uh, the cosmic wheel keeps on turning and it's uh, like clockwork. I tell you that cosmic wheel. It's a funny thing that cosmic wheel but of course well i didn't expect there to be a sort of paranormal thread or something to this effect uh with the idea of leap year i thought it was going to be i don't know i knew i knew there was going to be something here that i could come up with something except Uh, What's up? What's up? Uh, A little bit more. I can't reach discord. What's up? Something something on discord. What's up? Something wrong. What's up? I hope everybody's well. Okay. So anyway, uh, I I was, uh, again, I was expecting something else uh, except uh, last night, right after we finished the show, this, this wild idea just popped up in the news cycle. And wouldn't you know it? It was about time. It was about not just time itself, but it was about uh, uh, how we experience time and not just time, but how we experience, let's say, more of that uh, tactile sense of uh, perception, meaning, of course, our sense of touch and not just exactly that. Uh, it's a little bit about that. It's a lot about that. It's many things about that. But it it, it also kind of um, leads into this. The paranormal aspect a little bit, and look, we talk about this often. The, just the whole idea that we're kind of stuck in this this space between spaces, right? Or the veil is thin, or things like this, right? And the threshold day, as it's known, as we're calling it, uh, we're gonna call it, we're gonna make up a new term here. Uh, threshold day it is something uh, that has been uh, used in the past, but it's not typically what this is called. It's called leap day or you know leap year or whatever, right? So so anyway, uh, back back to uh, back to no oh, bad connection at casino. Okay. All right. Uh, so, so back to, back to this whole bit. Okay. Now, and leap year, the the weird part is it kind of it has that, uh, that sort of aspect to it, like a special solstice, right? Like a special holiday or something to that effect, right? Meaning that uh, we talk about the solstice as being uh, more like a power you know, like a, like a, a part of that great wheel, part of the great cycle. Well, this of course is back to that four-year cycle, which we've been talking about, uh, you know, on and off a little bit for a couple of weeks now. And uh, the four-year cycle, which is a little bit strange, because uh, not just is the four-year cycle the extra day, quote, uh, sort of keeps the calendar in sync, uh, but also the four-year cycle is the election cycle. The four-year cycle is also the Olympics. The four-year cycle is. Uh, what uh, the World Cup, I mean, there's there's a lot of really strange ways to look at the, these sort of shorter cycles. And one of my theories, uh, and I brought this up, um, I don't know, maybe last week, the week before, it all blends together when you're having fun, right? But one of my theories regarding that was maybe these are uh, sort of built-in human uh, stop losses, for lack of a better term, meaning uh, like a stop loss like we think in four-year cycles and sort of uh, are, not that we can't remember past them, but maybe we operate in the perception uh, area of the four year, right? Meaning that, uh, uh, we, it's, it's what we need to operate most efficiently in the moment uh, is sort of uh, as things change. Clearly, if we're operating like we were 10 years old, you know, we're bigger now. And so, you know, our body's different and our knee aches because, you know, we're getting old, you know, things like this. But uh, so maybe the four year cycle has something to do with uh, human psychology in some sense and he, the human perception of the world. Right. So that's where we begin. Just the, the weird ideas to kind of kick this off and we'll get into something tonight called the McGurk effect, M-C-G-U-R-K, if you want to look into that. It's going to be in the actual uh, uh, description. Link's in the description down below if you guys want to cheat and uh, kind of peek at this stuff and take a look. But this article popped up last night and my eyes just about popped out of my head because I was like, wow, really? So we're, we're, here we are going to do a, a troubled minds leap year show. Uh, knowing full well it was going to be this because you, know, you only get one chance every four years. So let's, uh, let's grip it and rip it, right? But uh, it, beyond that, this, this thing popped last night and is from SciTech Daily. And uh, check this out. The headline is this, beyond the five senses scientists uncover tactile connection of time oh you don't say you don't say Uh, okay so check it out sensory experiences and the perception of time are intricately linked within the so can i say it's somatosensory cortex of the brain here the neural representations for both sensations are intertwined being multiplexed within a shared neural network now sounds complicated right well it is it is here you go check this out time is felt seen and heard yet there are no specific sensory receptors dedicated to perceiving time unlike those for touch sight hearing and smell this fact has long tantalized neuroscientists with the possibility that sensing time might piggyback on true sensory modalities new research in fact demonstrates that the perception of time embodied within a tactile experience is rooted in the dual functionality of the somatosensory cortex somatosensory how do you say that it sounds like i'm saying tomato tomato uh somatosensory cortex probably say that wrong now professor matthew diamond and his uh, SISSA research team recently published their findings in nature communications link is going to be in the description down below shedding light on the intricate interplay between the sense of touch In the sense of time now. uh, Okay. So a lot of ways to look at this as we start. Now I'll just uh, mark this place and we'll get back to this in just a sec because this is absolutely wild. Right. Uh, And again, here it is. We're doing a leap year show. And in the same sense, I was like, all right, well, we're going to do this. And this article comes out last night almost almost as if on cue right sort of how do we sense time as people and we've we've talked about this often in the past as well the idea that uh, time is a human construct time is a flat circle you know this type of thing that maybe a, a sentient ai would experience time different than us or maybe even uh, let's say animals in the animal kingdom possibly even experience time differently than us anyway maybe we uh, you know we think we're the king of the mountains here but maybe we're not at all in any case this gets even more wild because uh, I was digging a little bit and there's, there's some other weird stuff regarding leap year, which we'll talk about specifically that uh, the people born on leap year are known as, leaplings is the term i've never heard this and uh, let me read this to you real quick uh, links in the description again so i'll just read the uh, the bottom part here so so uh, the people born on leap day are called leaplings all right special entities of sorts i, I guess uh, we'll we'll call it that uh, what however you want to pr- phrase it right i guess basically but there are only about 5 million people in the world who were born on february 29th with the odds of being born on Leap Day standing at about one in uh, 1,461, 1 in 1461, several famous people, including actress and singer Dinah Shore, born in 1916, motivational speaker Tony Robbins, born in 1960, and hip-hop artist Ja Rule, born in 1976, are Leaplings. Leaplings technically only get to celebrate their birthdays once every four years, but uh, they do get to be part of an elite group. Again, only uh, 5 million people in the whole world. Did are you born know that the, the patron saint of Ireland, St. Patrick, Whoa. wasn't Irish? No, but nice pop-up scared the hell out of me. I thought there was somebody here uh, talking to me. Uh, let's uh, mute that. Uh, uh, mute the tab. Sorry about that. Anyway, uh, I was like, whoa, uh, there's the uh, tactile sensation of the paranormal creeping up on you, which we'll get to in just a second anyway. This it does fit. It fits into the larger sense of this idea, but also lanes and threshold day as we're calling this. So hang tight one going to be right back. Uh, get a quick word from our sponsor. You, got, you know it. You love it. Be right back. More trouble minds coming up. Don't go anywhere. Feeling stressed? Overwhelmed In today's fast-paced world, it's easy to get swept away by our emotions. Take a breath and find your inner strength with the Stoic
0: minute. You have power over your mind, not outside events. Realize this and you will find strength.
4: The ancient Stoic philosophers understood that we can't control everything in life, but we can control how we react.
0: The happiness of your life depends upon the quality of your thoughts.
4: Focus on what you can influence, cultivate a positive mindset, and let go of what you can't change. Find your inner strength. Live each day with courage, wisdom, justice, and moderation. Embrace the Stoic virtues and find peace within. The Stoic Minute brought to you by Jack in Oregon. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. All right, so Threshold Day. Back to this now. Leaplings and paranormal tactile perceptions. What we're talking about tonight. So the weird part is uh, they're saying that uh, with this first study here. Again, it's on uh, links in the description. It's uh, SciTech Daily is where I found this, and they're saying that scientists uncover the tactile connection of time, meaning we can possibly feel time like it's it's actually piggybacking on our five senses somehow right and of course uh, you know with the paranormal aspect of let's say tactile sensation you know there's a whole series that was based on this called goosebumps if anybody remembers that book series i don't know if they're still making them i was a little bit old uh, to be reading these when they came out but they're sort of you know ghost stories for tweens you know this type of thing uh, go- and of course goosebumps being uh, the exact tactile sensation that you would expect if uh, they're you know in their presence of something paranormal right or let's say something even alien or otherworldly, or you know uh, that Fox Moulder with the UFO and you know uh, the time dilation effect and back to the time stuff, right? Super strange how all this kind of comes together. Well, as as if that's not enough. Okay, uh, we got the weird uh, sort of synchronicities with these two things ca- popping up, and I found this again. This is an old story. Actually, it's not. It's uh, updated uh, yesterday, of course, because leap year. Everybody's searching for this, so they updated the information. But uh, so leaplings. Okay, now a couple things with with the idea of leaplings. Um, astrologically again it's not my strength but we're told that we're we're unique in the sense of uh you know our birth chart in the great wheel is 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 something let's say um unique it's just unique it's sort of like a cosmic fingerprint of who we are uh in the time we're born okay like I said, I don't know how to elaborate on it better than that. I'm a, not a very good uh, good uh, uh, astrologer. Okay, but but you get the idea. Uh, you guys are way smarter than me in that aspect for sure because I know nothing about this other than that's what this is. It's sort of like a fingerprint kind of put upon us uh, in the moment we're born, or you know maybe the moment we're conceived, or maybe both. Who really knows? Okay. So anyway, or, or the maybe maybe the moment we become conscious. Uh, as usual, a lot of ways to look at these ideas. But uh, so so the weird part is if we're talking about. Uh, being born in a particular, you know, you're a, you're a Pisces or you're a Scorpio or you're this or you're that, right? Well, the Leapling here uh, kind of holds a, a very special place in possibly the, the greater cosmic wheel, I would imagine. I would imagine because, of course, again, only 5 million people uh, are, that are born on this day on the planet and I, I do wonder if there's something else to it right but then in the greater larger cycle of this the four year cycle uh, and you know we talk about halloween and you know christmas and yuletide and you know some of these other things that do follow sort of the the wheel of um, the the seasons and the, this uh, the astrological aspect of time that I'm describing, uh, also well, what if it's this still fits? Meaning that uh, on Halloween or let's say on uh, you know Midsummer's Day, uh, the summer solstice, whatever it's going to be, we have uh, these liminal spaces. Okay, let's say the the actual veil becomes thin. Okay, well, what if this is the same thing? or very similar, or supercharged, because it's even more rare, on threshold day, which is today, the the uh, actual leap year. Uh, so just an idea there to kind of get it kicked off. But then back to the idea of goosebumps, okay? Now, they say that uh, when you come into contact with these paranormal entities, you get uh, a shiver, right? The temperature changes, uh, they're able to maybe drain electronics, we've talked about uh, quite a bit, and even um, recently we've talked about that. And, well, think of it this way. If instead, let's say we're, we're experiencing some sort of paranormal chill, what if instead, or what if in tandem, actually, at the same time, what's happening is not sort of a paranormal chill. It's it's more like us sensing a ripple in time-space, meaning, meaning of course, back to where we started here with Beyond the Five Senses, this tactile connection of time. Now, back to the article. So as we process stimuli received through the skin, Neurons in the somatosensory cortex robustly represent the detailed features of the stimuli, culminating in the subjective experience of touch. However, was the stimulus brief or extended in time? How does the perception of elapsed time emerge? And the research team's results indicate how the somatosensory cortex contributes to the perception of time itself. Now, a lot of ways to to consider this. Uh, We'll get into this in optogenetics and some other really weird stuff that they're talking about here. But another thing happened. Also, I was, again, just kind of cruising through, and it looks like there's a, there's a completely separate study, uh, which was uh, posted on uh, Neuroscience News, and they're calling this Touching Findings. Elkin-1 is the Key to Sensory Perception. This hit today as well. So the summary here, researchers discovered a new ion channel, Elkin-1, 1, E-L-K-I-N-1, 1, that it appears to be crucial for touch perception. The finding marks a significant advancement in understanding the molecular basis of touch. The discovery complements the known role of piezo-2, suggesting a complex system where both ion channels work together to convert mechanical stimuli into electrical signals for the brain. Experiments with genetically modified mice lacking Elkin-1 showed a marked increase in touch sensitivity, while studies on human sensory neurons employ L- imply Elkin-1's importance in human touch perception, too. This breakthrough not only deepens our grasp of sensory science, but also opens new avenues for treating chronic pain by targeting this Elkin-1. Now, uh, we got some key facts and some other stuff. Links are going to be in the description, like I said, but oddly enough, we're talking about sort of, uh, th- this tactile sensation of feeling time itself. How would we do this? Okay. And uh, again, back to goosebumps and back to that sort of, you know, uh, when something kind of mo- comes in the room, something, let's say invisible, something, you know, you that you sense more, more, um, through perception, more through, uh, Intuition, right? This type of thing, and don't really see or hear specifically, but you kind of feel. And this is what you hear in a lot of those sort of paranormal aspects, right? Is this is this feeling that uh, something's in the room, and then maybe even sort of the the chill, the, the 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 temperature change, and you know the rest of this stuff, right? There's a lot of it that kind of goes into that that old uh, paranormal trope. Well, but this now, if we're talking about this, uh, well, a, a new way to sense things, a new way to even feel things. Uh, And able to maybe even supercharge this or fine tune this when they start to really get into the science of what this means coming up in the next, you know, five to 10 years, then is it possible, which is a question tonight, that we can actually feel through tactile sensation, time itself, time itself. Think about that pretty wild to consider that, uh, you know, time is a human construct and all the rest of that stuff and uh, the flat circle business and just all the temporal things we're always talking about temporal shout out temporal taco Tuesday, right? That whole bit. But what if all this is we're sort of just sensing these sort of ripples in time constantly all the time. And then, you know, if you get like a little wave kind of push up against you. It might give you sort of that paranormal chill that uh, the goosebumps of that old book series that I said and described that uh, you know has been a, a paranormal trope for a long time. So we kind of smash all the ideas together here I'm kind of and again, very synchronistically, all this stuff comes out like right now. Uh, I do wonder if there's something on the horizon with a, a, an actual breakthrough. In this uh, tactile sensation of uh, feeling what time actually is and how it kind of uh, infiltrates into the human experience and leaves us, well, uh, feeling cold, feeling paranormal, feeling, well, who knows, even feeling dejected or feeling triumphant or Whatever it happens to be, I don't really know. This is a weird one for me because the way all this came together was a little strange. I didn't have to try too hard, and it was just right there sitting on the tee waiting for me to you know, grab the golf club and grip it and rip it, But uh, or you know, sitting on the tee waiting for me to kick the field goal, easy style, right? It, it kind of came together like that, but I, but I do wonder what else is here, and there's a lot of ways to consider this and look at this, of course, which is what we're going to do tonight, but it does creep me out just a little bit in that, let's say if we can feel time somehow... That means that uh when there's you know let's say a particular time slip kind of go back to that causer of mirror and that whole idea right is that uh, maybe that chill they feel inside of that causer of mirror, which we'll get back to that at some point in full length and uh Brian Romilly posted something recently about that that he, that he had did they did some kind of experiment he hinted at it that uh he was saying everybody's going to be talking about the Kazarev mirror in, uh, in, in about uh, 10 years time or something like some sort of new, like massive scientific breakthrough, which again, if you remember what that was, it was sort of a, a, a coil, like a wrapped uh, a sheet of something like uh, maybe metal, uh, something like that. Uh, let's call it tinfoil. Cause it's more fun. And then uh, inside of this sort of uh, tall, maybe up to your neck, wrapped uh, tinfoil coil, uh, it almost felt like uh, people would experience time dilation a little bit. And so my theory was at least one of the theories that uh, we, when we were kicking around that idea was that uh, maybe it was able to, this device set up in just such a way was able to sort of collect time itself, right? Kind of maybe stop these ripples in time that uh, we're experiencing and maybe, uh, maybe repel them momentarily, maybe divert them and then kind of left uh, as, uh, as has been stated uh, uh, in huge prevalence with this cause of mirror, a, a feeling of pure terror because it's almost like you're detached from time. Right. And so you start to get this really, really cold feeling. This really, really just almost like you're in the void. Like we talked about last night, like that, that sort of aspect to this thing. Okay. So, so I do wonder if, uh, you know, if you remove us from time and we're, you know, that, that light breeze we're always feeling, even though there's nothing, to really feel right. Like just being, you know, let's say you, you're on a nice day. Everything's completely neutral. There's no wind, there's no anything. You're still feeling things. So feeling, you know, just something like a, that little, uh, little, uh, uh what, uh, the hair standing up on the back of your neck for no good reason, right? This whole, uh, back to the goosebumps bit. I don't know a lot of ways to kind of look at this when you, when you tie these ideas together, but it does have me wondering what the hell is happening and is it even possible to feel through touch, by it piggybacking by time itself piggybacking into our human senses wild stuff to consider we'll talk about that we got threshold day of course we got leaplings lots of things to consider today and and of course uh well the paranormal aspect of this and how this fits into the larger conversation or even aliens or anything else i mean you could you could apply this to any sort of wild idea because it feels like we're sitting in this river of time uh yeah, something like that, right? As, uh, like a like an actual um, uh, like a flow that's that's kind of constantly moving through us, and this is how we experience time dilation itself, or let's say not dilation, but the actual just the experience itself. We feel it, and when it, it's removed from you, back and it's getting inside the of mirror, uh, we start to become detached from it and get into this really. Horrified sense. I don't know. A lot of ways to consider it. A lot of ways to look at it, which we're going to do tonight. I'll get to some other wild ideas because, of course, you can't blow all the great wild ideas as we begin. But I hope I explained that well enough. It seems like I'm all over the place, but that's cool. Because, uh, you know I've, I've done that before and I'll probably do that again so I'm not tripping if you're not tripping but uh, we'll uh, we'll tie it together and come come back and c- kind of put some pieces together hopefully with some calls and uh, that's what's up I hope uh, hope a uh, threshold day or leap day whatever you want to call this I hope it finds you well and um, hope everything is great uh, sorry I didn't get a chance to say hello to everybody I'll come say hi in just a sec here but I think it's possible Leap leap year leap day threshold day. Is sort of a super holiday of a liminal space like Halloween, except on steroids? Two, is it possible that these leaplings, people born in this astrological space of the Great Wheel on Leap Day, are maybe a little bit different than the rest of the realm? How about this? Is it also possible, somehow, some way, we can actually feel through tactile sensation time itself? Love to hear your thoughts at 702 957 1037. That's 702 957 1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. Be right back. We got Matt in Colorado and your calls as well.
0: Don't go anywhere. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain,
4: I'm your host, Michael Strange. We're streaming on YouTube, Rockfin, Rumble, Twitter, and Twitch. We are broadcasting live on the Troubled Minds Radio Network. That's K-U-A-P Digital Broadcasting. That's Troubled Minds. I can't say it with uh, All tongue tied today. Uh, what's up, Enigma over there on Twitch? I see. You. Tonight we're talking about this threshold day. It's leap year, of course, right? Did you know that people born on leap year are called leaplings? Sounds very folklore, right? And also, this new science comes out that suggests that uh, we can actually feel time itself, meaning that uh, kind of it kind of piggybacks into our tactile sensation, and we're able to feel it somehow. Well, what happens when you remove the feeling of time? Back to that Casimir mirror, and of course, is it possible that maybe the paranormal aspect of feeling like a like a chill when something comes into the room like an entity or a you know a ghost in the ghost hunting aspects or let's say when people are measuring temperatures when they're uh, actually hunting ghosts they're not really sensing this stuff they're sensing maybe ripples in time which would mean of course in a larger sense that uh, there's something happening with a time dilation effect that may actually be the paranormal effect itself. Okay. Or whatever again, aliens, or like I said, maybe even uh, like the, the, the out of body experience, like we talked about or astral travel or remote viewing, or like, who knows what this actually looks like. But I think when you consider all the things and put them together here, that we might have something brewing that seems to be quite a bit more, Amazing than uh, I ever could dream, really. And back to this Elkin one. Now, uh, just a, a few key facts, and we'll get to the call. Hang tight, Matt. Uh, so, a new ion channel critical for touch perception, called Elkin one, was discovered, highlighting the sophisticated mechanism along Piezo two for sensing mechanical stimuli. Uh, did I say that? Yeah, mechanical. Uh, so, and uh, so genetically in genetically modified mice without Elkin one showed significant insensitivity to light touch underscoring the protein's role in touch sensation. And the potential human impact, of course, is the preliminary findings suggest Elkin-1's role in human touch perception, pointing to its universal significance across species. And if we combine the two, then, well, maybe, just maybe, some of us experience time a little bit more or a little bit less based on this new uh, actual uh, Elkin-1 actual receptor. I don't really know. I'm not a scientist, of course, as you know, but I I am a dreamer and it does seem like we have sort of a a small synchronicity here with leap year being sort of the, the temporal sort of skip like a like a skip in the matrix kind of. Maybe the Great Wheel and the Leaplings and some folklore and some mythology. It feels very much like a troubled mind style idea, but uh, how deep does this rabbit hole go? As you know, I'll have tons more ideas as we continue. I can't just drop them all the amazing stuff right off the bat or else everybody would leave after 20 minutes. So um, let's talk to you and get some wild ideas and uh, I'll I'll drop some more as we go tonight. What do you know about this? Is it possible to feel time itself or even have this sort of new receptor fine-tuned to maybe ignore time? or feel time a little bit more fiercely if you catch my meaning a lot of wild ways to consider it 702-957-1037 click the discord link at troubleminds.org and we'll have some goosebumps together let's go to matthew in colorado what's my man you're on troubled minds how are you sir go right ahead
6: hey happy leap
4: year happy leap day to you and you as well you as well it's a uh, uh, like i said is it a holiday do, do we consider this a holiday it feels like it should be right uh, it feels like we should get the day off from work what, what kind of nonsense is this i work today
6: I know there, there's so many national holidays. I, I think we should add this one to it, you know, and and the leapers or whatever they're called uh, that have the birthdays on leap year. I, I was hearing about that and, and some of them, they're a little bummed out, but they said there's a benefit because when their birthday actually does come around because it's so rare, they throw like massive parties. They're like, let's throw down and all their friends are supportive they're like oh we only get a, you know uh, celebrate your birthday once every four years so so they get a big party you know uh so that's kind of cool
4: yeah damn right well i mean hell yeah i mean you gotta you gotta smash four parties into one so uh, you smoke them if you got them 100 <laughs> percent well said go ahead go ahead
6: hey uh just a couple of quick tidbits uh have you ever heard about a leap second
4: Yes, actually, it's in it's in the uh, it's actually in this uh, history dot com article, which is linked in the description, talking about sort of the the, the history of the the ancient calendars that had even entire leap of months, leap seconds, all kinds of like wild stuff here. It's in the first bit. I won't read it because you're probably going to slay it quite a bit harder than I could, or even reading this thing. But yeah, I have heard of leap seconds, and it is definitely a thing.
6: Yeah, so you know our, our timekeeping and and uh, the the road, you know the the rotation of the earth on its axis and and the year and everything it isn't it, you know totally precise and it changes dig this and it's been changing over time so even the atomic clocks that are you know uh standardizing our, our timekeeping for everything uh they get off a little bit and it's not i mean it's it's by like 1.7 microseconds a year i mean it's it's not that much but time's really important, and having those things synchronized for computers and the Internet and everything like that. And so periodically, they have to make a little adjustment. And uh, yeah, so they they actually do have, like, uh, leap seconds. Uh, second thing is that uh, in terms of how long a day is, which we think about... Uh, as the Earth rotating once around its axis, that has actually been uh, changing over time, and the rotation of the Earth has actually been slowing down, and uh, and it's been doing that for thousands of years, and so uh, a days are you know have been getting longer and longer. So there's that sort of adjustment uh that has to be taken into account and then when you check that out and that's well real quick part of how the scientists explain that is because of the gravitational effect of the moon uh and so as it's orbiting us and if you watch the moon you know night after night and week after week it's going to appear if you go out at 10 o'clock at night or something like that when the moon's up at night uh it'll appear um Going uh, uh, further towards the east. In other words, it's sort of in retrograde of uh, the spin of the planet. So, because of that, the gravitational pull of the moon is going against the rotation of the Earth. And the moon's big, you know, it's a third uh, the size of, of Earth, roughly speaking. So, it, it's sort of uh, t- tugging us to, to rotate slower. Well, but dig this, in 2022, they actually detected that the Earth is now spinning faster. And they actually have no explanation for this. And not only are they considering doing away with the leap second, they're thinking about reversing it the other way or that they might have to. Uh, so that's kind of weird
4: that's super weird. uh let's let's uh, let's make this even more weird for some bizarre tidbits regarding sort of this entire leap month. Now, I guess back in the time of Julius Caesar, they used to have sort of a a period that was sort of a, a fungible in terms of like, well, you know, we need to catch the calendar up because it's so far out of whack that you know, we'll just Add a couple of weeks on, you know, to to kind of fix things, right? Uh, but but what turned out happening? So here we go. So this uh, uncertain stretch of time was replaced by new months: January, February. After uh, Julius Caesar, he's like, you know, come on, we're we're not going to do this crap anymore. You guys are nuts. But to make matters even more confusing, the decision of when to hold this mer- mer- Mercedonius, I think it's called often fell to the consuls, which so, that, so it was basically like a political thing, meaning that who uh, who use their ability to shorten or extend the year to their own political ends. And as a result, by the time of Julius Caesar, the Roman year and solar calendar were thoroughly out of sync. And so, of course, which brings us to the Julian calendar for that exact reason because they were politicizing time itself. Think about that. That's a wild idea. But of course, through human manipulation of the calendar, right? Uh, man plans, God laughs, as they say. And so, uh, in that sense, the uh, Wild stuff when you're talking about an entire month, possibly, where you're like, well, you know, we know the calendar's off, so we'll just, you know, jam in three weeks, and it'll all be caught up. Anyway, just to just to kind of take it to some really weird aspect, which I didn't know all that, but uh, maybe you didn't either, and now you do. Go ahead, what else you got?
6: No, I, I actually was a little familiar with that, but when you brought it up, the the first thought I had was, oh, that sounds like something a bunch of politicians would do, you know? Yeah. And uh, like
4: like a, uh, like like daylight savings, totally. <laughs>
6: And, and and if you ever see the meme on the internet of how we should just go to, uh, you know, 28-day months because it would all line up with the moon and the days would s- stay the same, just ignore it. It's, ri- it's ridiculous. Do the math. It doesn't work out. The, the year would slide pretty soon. December and Christmas would be in the middle of summer. Okay, so that's that's just no. Um all right, but uh, uh, to the point though about this tactile sensation of time. As I was listening to the uh, introduction of the show in the first half hour, I had what I considered a, a interesting thought or idea. Did this one, I'm gonna lay this one on you. I, I I do think you know. First of all, I was like, you know, that kind of makes a, a lot of sense because. If we're, you know, processing our different senses and we're storing things away in memory and we don't really have directly a sense of time, but we probably need to store away the information related to time. You know, how can we, you know, pseudo sense it? What region of the brain is going to be storing it? And it would sort of makes sense to store it along with the the tactile and and the somatic data because uh, you know there's sometimes it's quiet and there's sometimes you hear sound so that's not a good um, uh, good one-to-one relationship with time same things with you know uh, sight and seeing sometimes you know nothing's moving sometimes there's a flock of birds moving really fast so so that's going to distort your time so uh, and taste, you know, if you're not eating anything, well, that that's not an accurate way to measure time. So it would seem that the the sense of touch, uh, being in your body, sitting on something, using your hands, that's kind of going on all the time. So that seems like a, a logical way to associate uh, the, the processing and, and the memory and recollection of time, right? Okay, so I'm tracking. I'm like, okay, this makes a lot of sense. This is how the brain would handle the data. Then I thought about if it's related to tactile. Now, what happens when you go to bed at night and you go to sleep and you have this thing that occurs where you disengage, your brain disengages from your body? And I don't mean this in a spiritual sense or dreaming sense or any out-of-body experience sense. I mean in a very pragmatic, physiological sense. Uh, and uh, so what happens is your, your brain disconnects from your body and you have this thing. They say, I've read, that this always occurs before you go to sleep, whether you're aware of it or not. Now you can probably remember times it happens. It's called a hypnagogic uh, twitch. And that's where your body just kinda jerks or twitches right as you're going to sleep. And, and so if you're not drinking a beer right now, having a sip here, uh have you you know, had that experience where you're going to sleep and you kinda twitch or you kinda jerk? Cheers, do you remember buddy. that?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all the time. All the time. It's it's it is the uh it's my calling card. I uh, I, I always have to do that like at least twice before I before I really fall asleep. I'm like
1: bah! <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> like kind of yeah yeah for sure that's one of the things that's uh very you, you can book that then michael strange is definitely going to do that a couple times before he falls asleep jerks himself awake right. for no 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 good reason other than <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay okay right
6: so anyways now let me uh just briefly say what's going on there uh and that is that uh, your brain is attempting to go to sleep to disengage from your physical body. And when it makes that transition, that transition, that's what creates that twitch. And it has to do that before you go to sleep. Now, sometimes you instantly go to sleep so you don't remember it happening, but they say it always happens. Now, if it's too strong of a twitch, it actually wakes you up, you know, and then you got to try and go back to sleep and twitch again and do the Michael Strange thing. Now, the reason that has to happen is because when you dream, you might be walking in your dream. You might be running in your dream. And if your brain was not disengaged from your physical body, your legs would be moving and and your arms would be moving, and <laughs> you get into a fight with somebody, and all of a sudden you're slugging Mrs. Strange in the middle of the night, like, which, you
4: know? which is and not good.
6: Some, some people that happens, you know, they uh, you know they uh, uh, kick their partner in bed or or hit their partner, or or you ever watch a dog sleep and its legs starts twitching and stuff. So so uh, now imagine though when things go well and your brain disengages from your body it it breaks that connection that tactile somatic uh, uh, connection to your body right now there's no sensations coming in now your brain has no ability to record the passage of time and that's what I came up with and thought maybe that's why you can experience 45 minutes or an hour of dreaming, you know, in the space that you hit your snooze button that lasts six minutes, right? That, that we enter into this timeless space during dream time is because we're, our brain is literally disconnected from our body and the, and the sensory tactile input, and that's how we measure time. So then our brain has no concept of time. What, what do you think about
4: that? I love it. Well, well, uh, clearly we're sort of kind of weaving in and out of that time space all the time. I mean, uh, you know, you notice how uh, you know they say time flies when you're having fun—that whole bit, right? But then the opposite is true when it just dragging on. You know, it gets to be three thirty in the day, and you're like watching the clock for five o'clock, and you know you need your uh, second or third coffee at that point because you're just about to fall asleep. I mean, we're we're totally experiencing a uh, let's say. Uh, fungible version of what time is uh, at minute by minute. Okay. And it may be, uh, as you described earlier, sort of maybe even small enough to be imperceptible, but uh, when it, when it definitely presents itself, you, you feel that, uh, uh, can it be five o'clock already? Like uh, we've all been there. But uh, but I do wonder if, uh, you know, there is a way to maybe unlock that. We talk about cheat codes of the universe and this type of thing, but you're describing it in a dream state of sorts and sort of disconnecting with the body in some sense. But what, basically what this turns into, uh, your idea with this idea and all the rest, is can you do that when you're awake? And that becomes a wild part, right? Like disconnect from time while you're awake. That's wild.
6: Yeah, and... Uh... You know, th- that was actually one of the things that occurred during the, the introduction that I was going to mention, the, the time flies when you're having fun, and, and, and perhaps why is that? Is it because, you know, you're moving, you have tactile sensu- uh, uh, stimulation, you're doing things, and you know, when you're bored and you're just sitting around and you're not moving, is it the reduction of the tactile uh, that changes your perception of time? And in terms of while being awake and also being a little bit similar to dreaming, but tying into the same concept, how about meditation? Okay, so you they're like, okay, sit comfortably. Uh, why comfortably? Why do they always tell you, you know, sit comfortably or, you know, lay down if you're more comfortable that way?
4: <laughs> so you, so, so that? you don't fall down. So you sit, sit down before you fall down. That's why. <laughs>
6: and uh and by the way i always meditated laying down and i and i don't think it matters and i think it's better to meditate laying down and even if you fall asleep that's probably good too you probably needed a nap maybe you'll have a dream or not a body experience and that's you know probably just as good as meditation but during meditation you know people do go into altered states of consciousness and have experiences that are Somewhat along the lines of when you're in dream time, you could, you know, <clears throat> maybe you have a, a 30 minute meditation practice, but maybe it takes you 10 minutes to get down into it. But during that 20 minutes, you might have a couple hours worth of perceptual experience of time during that because you're not moving, you're not touching anything, you're not feeling anything uh, against your skin, right? Yeah. So, uh,
4: so, so you, okay. yeah, so you've disconnected from it. And so the, what we're talking about tonight is this uh, again, uh, scientists have discovered this uh, at least it, the, the, the budding science of this tactile connection with time, meaning that it's kind of creeping on us in some ways and maybe not just sort of this our sense of touch, but also maybe some other things, too. And this is where this starts to get creepy because we don't really know how it affects us directly. We just know sort of the entropy aspect of, you know, we live, we die, human lifespan, all the rest of that stuff, right? You get old, you wake up with a crick in your neck. You're like, "Ah, how did this happen? I didn't even do anything you know that whole bit we like we're all sort of locked into the time cycle but what if as you're describing and i love where your head's at in this moment here and usually also by the way unless you argue with me you argumentative goat but uh, basically if we find a way to detach from this what does it mean not just through sleep but also while we're awake is it do you think would actually affect sort of our telomeres or whatever those are called you think maybe we could through some sort of like massive meditative state even affect our aging process you think that's possible as part of this uh
6: yeah i don't know uh you know if if uh uh, i i don't know if if the brain's perception of of time and and the body's perception of time uh, uh, affects aging or not but what you just said reminded me
2: The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
5: J-j-jumba.
2: ChumbaCasino.com.
5: No purchase necessary. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
6: My foremost, um, I've been searching for this word for 10 seconds, but I, I'll just say teacher. Uh, there's a better word I was uh trying to find uh told me long ago uh, this practice of just slow down uh and if you walk slowly and do things slowly that it will actually you know alter time and you find things speeding up and and if you you know move more quickly and and do more and busy uh, then uh, uh, time goes more slowly or somehow has an effect on time or that you go into timelessness, I think was more mentor. That's the word I was looking for. It's more that you go into a timeless state uh, that uh, by, by slowing down. And so I, what I wanted to say about that is that might be like a hack. If you want to talk about a hack of can we uh, manipulate the either, you know, not necessarily the passage of time, but let's say our perception of time uh, and potentially its effects on us. Then things like moving more slowly. I mean, look at the whole fantastic art of Tai Chi which i did study a little bit not much i went to some classes i had some videos i studied some other martial arts but it's this incredibly slow graceful martial art and and so you're moving your body and everything like that but you're doing it at this snail's pace and it induces this state of meditation along with it and and so if you met that that's like a, right And so if there's uh, something we can't, a couple things we can do to hack it and take advantage of it and consciously manipulate it, it would be things like just sitting still, not touching a lot of stuff, uh, you know, not tapping your fingers, not having, uh, you know, uh, things touching you and affecting you, uh, meditation moving slowly walking slowly uh and 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 stuff like that so so maybe there are some hacks we can do to take advantage of it okay. and i just want to i just want to throw in a couple of the you know they're they're sort of obvious and maybe james will come on and, and go into these but some obvious of the sort sort of paranormal things where some uh, regular people and investigators report you know being touched, uh, feeling touched, something, uh, you know, I felt a hand on my shoulder or I felt this or that, or sometimes even being scratched. And even sometimes apparently marks get left. And uh, so there is this uh, perhaps an interaction between the the tactile and the the paranormal world as well. And then you this also i i think it it loosely ties in i've mentioned it a couple times before i'm uh, discovered in my early twenties and you know pretty much everybody knows i'm about your age so i'm a little bit older than that now uh by a day or two but
4: <laughs> for sure
6: <laughs> I hey, it, hey, this hey, thing
4: real we quick as long as as long as we're time traveling it's all fine you're you're good <laughs>
6: <laughs> i'll just sleep an extra couple hours tonight and it'll all be good but uh so i found out i i had this talent or 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 gift or aptitude for this thing called psychometry and that's where you can uh, hold an object and and read the energy of the object by holding it you know either in your hand or sometimes hold it up to your forehead because that's kind of where you're you know, third eye is and stuff like that. And and you can read the uh, the object, uh, the history of the object, get information of the object, uh, the owner of the object, the previous owner of the object, etc. And uh, and that's a very tactile thing. And I, I've done that literally over a hundred times. I've done it on so many people. I've never ever Charged any money for it? I never made a practice out of it. It was more like a <clears throat> parlor game and entertainment. And and one time it led to me getting a girlfriend out of the deal. But but how do they All
4: the good old days.
6: But uh, other than that, uh, but I I was always incredibly accurate. At it. I, I found uh, you know uh, a, a friend that knew I had the ability had lost her uh, wedding ring and had been searching for it for six months, Michael. And she's like, can you help me find my wedding ring? Did you see that psychometry thing you do? Part of it is that you can find lost and missing objects, which is another part of it. You can find stuff. And uh, it, it depends on that. The person has to subconsciously know where the object is. You know, it, it's, it's uh, and so I take another one of her objects. I do a reading on it. I I see a vision in my mind that guides me through her house to the exact location. And it it took me uh, three minutes uh, of holding her other object. I think I just used her car keys. And I was like, I know where it is. (laughs) Excuse me. I stood up from her living room, walked down. I, I hadn't even been in the house before, but I absolutely knew where I was going. Walked down into her uh, bedroom went into the closet, opened the door, bent down into the closet, you know, tucked, uh, uh tucked aside a couple of shoes and, uh, grabbed her wedding ring and picked it up and her- <laughs>
4: that's nuts. That's so nuts. Yeah, it's so, it's right. so, wait, so, so how did you, okay, can you explain just uh, brevity is your superpower because I know you got tons of other stuff to get to uh how did you how do you know like did you did you just get like a sense of like like a beacon like a like a glowing the video game shining light in 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 the, in the space or like like or, or can you not even explain how you knew how, how does that happen uh,
6: no no i can explain it, it it's real simple it, it's like uh it's like watching a movie in my head it's very visual uh so it, it is you know it's like uh Sort of like watching a, a video game if you were playing like a first-person shooter. And it starts out where I'm seated, right? And then all of a sudden I'm moving, and I was just moving down through her house. It, it was basically almost like a premonition of when I actually got up and went and found it. That's what I saw in my head uh, before I found it. I, I just I saw from the living room going down the hallway turning right into her bedroom going to the closet it was just like uh it was like if i had uh you know uh, a first person video camera and i recorded that path that's what i saw in my head so I, I just saw it visually
4: okay fair enough i i made a note we'll circle back and come back to that at some point in, in a in a show down the road because uh that, that's absolutely wild to me uh what else we got regarding the rest of this stuff do, do you think that it is uh, you know, call it a super holiday in terms of you know, uh, like I said, we we it feels like we should be celebrating a holiday today. And maybe we're not, but but also, it, it, do you think that there's maybe something to being born on this day, or you know, some special significance to this day, like a super solstice or something like that? Or do you think that's just a, another a human construct? What's your thought there?
6: I think it's a human construct because I, I think that the 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 calendar system is is basically arbitrarily. Arbitrary and and, and a, a human invention. I mean, you know, we we could have two two weeks in a month if we wanted, right? <laughs> you know, we could have two weeks that are seven day, or fourteen days long, you know, or we could have uh, you know four seven day weeks.
7: Yeah, uh,
4: yeah. You're, and, uh, you're 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 uh, you're damaging the uh, uh, mathematically inept. to uh, so make it simple, but yeah, I was thinking like of it in a sliding scale, like a musical scale. That we're like, well, you know, we could also have. A leap year, day, every four years and like, you know, October, have like a October 32nd. That'd be super cool. We should, we should really do that. That'd be super cool. <laughs> like postpone Dia de los Martos and Halloween and just put like a 30 second in there. I mean, every four years, I mean, as long as we're dreaming, right? We may as well. But yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking when we started tonight. I was like, Hmm, that means you could place this day anywhere you wanted, right? Technically speaking. But anyway, go ahead. What else you got?
6: Yeah, yeah. So technically speaking, you can place the date anywhere you want it. And they could have made January have 29 days, right? I'm sorry. They could have made January have, uh, my mind was going faster than my math. They could have made January have 30 days, you know, and, and February have 29 days, right? And then on leap year, February has 30 days. You know so it's arbitrary that that's what I'm saying it, it's just an arbitrary uh, calendar gotcha. so so I don't place any uh, particular astrological or or spiritual significance uh, on it there is another uh, interesting thing I, I don't remember how I, I heard it actually on on public radio when they were uh, talking about um, uh, doing uh, a, a different uh, system of the calendar and then you got uh uh basically you end up with once every six years you have a leap week okay and then they add a whole week it's almost as uh ridiculous to me as like going back to julius caesar times right and i was like but and they had a supposedly this guy was a university professor that was like saying this idea that it, it's apparently been kicked around and they thought they were going to get donald trump to buy into this uh and and <laughs> Dear God. And, and i was like are you people re I, I couldn't believe for a university professor he would be that retarded i'm like Do you not remember Y2K? Do do you not understand we cannot mess with the calendar because it messes, it jacks up all the computer code. Do you know how many billions of lines of computer code that are all dependent on uh, calculating the calendar? It's like I worked on a thirty million, no, uh, forty million dollar Y2K project, Michael, for a year and a half, and believe me, we had to fix that code. People said, oh, no, Y2K, (laughs) nothing ever happened. It's like, no, no, that's because programmers for years and millions and billions of dollars were spent. We fixed the code. That's why nothing happened. Don't tell us it was all a, you know, bunk. It's, we give us a pat on the back i was one of the guys down
4: there they stuck you in the dungeon and said you can't come out till 1999. <laughs> get it right
6: <laughs> right i mean we, we even fixed code you know uh one part of the project was uh, you know i had a lot to do with grocery stores and all the grocery store chains for the biggest ones on the east coast and it's like if we hadn't fixed that c- code those grocery stores wouldn't have been open. I, and your, your bananas wouldn't have been ripe. And that's not an exaggeration. We actually rewrote code for the banana ripening machines, you know, that the controls, the humidity and the timing. And this thing. So, uh, uh, that, that was a real deal. So yeah, the nightmare we picked you with Y two K to throw out the possibility you're going to change to a different calendar system and throw in a week that's uh, a, a leap week. You just, I'm sorry, you're, re-
4: <laughs> <being> a- <laughs> you're, you're 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 apoplectic. You're, you're about you're freaking. You're having like a like a traumatic recall of, <laughs> of like being locked in the dungeon. This is hilarious.
6: Yeah. <laughs> I have PTSD over this, but you know, I mean, luckily they paid me a lot of money, but uh yeah. Uh but I, I think that uh there is uh some spooky things to do here with uh how we have uh, perceptual time. I, I you know I don't think time's an illusion. I, I think it has to do with the movement of heavenly bodies and and I think that's that's pretty obvious and Uh, I'll just, you know, how long's a day? Uh, You know, uh, well, it's uh, 24 hours. What? Well, that's the amount of time it takes the Earth to rotate once on its axis. Actually, that's only a solar day. That's the time it takes the Earth to rotate to where the sun comes up in the same spot. That is not actually the amount of time it takes the Earth to rotate on its axis. If you're looking out at the stars, interestingly which only takes 23 hours 56 minutes and seven set or four seconds uh so it's actually a day is four minutes shorter when in your reference point is the stars but it has to do with movement and then you know, what's a year you know how, how long it takes to go around the sun i know that sounds simple but uh, i i wonder what percentage of the american population if you ask them what makes a day a day? How is that measured? Where where do we get that measurement? I wonder if they could tell you that that's how long it takes your <laughs> to if, they, could, uh... they might get that one. They might get that one. But you ask them how long a year is, and and that it's one trip around the sun. Ah, you're going to lose a lot of people right there. And I see those videos where they go around and they interview people on university campuses, and they can't tell you that. The number of continents you know they they can't tell you how many states yeah they, yeah
4: they... So some of that stuff is you know you know to be perfectly honest if i you know me michael strange and all of my faculties and powers so that uh, that i possess was walking down the street and some dude with a camera came up to me and was like Ask me a dumb question, I'd probably give him a dumb answer. You know what I mean? And be like, mm, "I got I got better shit to do than be on your YouTube channel, bro." <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So I, I'd probably give gives give somebody a wrong like a grotesquely wrong answer and act like act shocked when they told me that wasn't correct. You know what I mean? Just a just, just it's the tro- it's the troll in me the original the OG internet troll in my my formative young adult years when the internet became a thing. Yeah, well, uh, that's what I would do anyway. Just a just a.
6: Well, <laughs> uh, just a, a parting, a parting comment, and, and, and along those lines, I had to post this on my Facebook page because they did one of these, uh, one of those interviews, and I I posted a couple because they're just so funny, and and some people think they're fake, and I don't because they give away uh, money, and and they used to have what's the guy, the comedian talk show host uh, with the the big chin, um, uh, I mean the huge. Jay Leno, Jay Leno. He did some of those too. And, and so it's, it's like a legit thing. But uh, anyways, I saw one the other day I had to paste on my Facebook uh, page because it's one of those interviews. And this, this young lady is smoking. Okay. And she just looks like this total and she's blonde and she just looks like this, you know, dumb blonde right and you're just like oh god i i can't wait to hear you know what she is gonna say and the guy goes through the questions and she nails every single one of them (laughs) he starts out she's he's like how smart you are she's like oh i think pretty smart and then he's like blam 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 And she just, she doesn't even hesitate. Think she just answers all of them. It's like I did not see that coming.
4: (laughs) No, well, 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 because because they've tricked you into believing, you know, some some. It's the illusion, right? It's like it's like that, uh, you know, the smarter than a fifth grader game, right? I'll sit down and I'll just tear that game to shreds, and everybody's like, "Damn, Mike, you're really smart." I'm like no, this is like really remedial shit. Come on now. Come on. Stop it. Stop it. Anyway. Anyway, amazing stuff as always mad. Appreciate it very much. Uh, go, go light some incense and, uh, take your sandals off and, uh, maybe glow and float to celebrate, uh, leap year day. Uh, you, you dirty leaper or leapling, you dirty leapling. That's what we'll call you tonight. <laughs> Appreciate the call.
6: <laughs> All right. Well, you know, uh, sit still, uh, don't fidget. Uh, walk slow move slow do some tai chi meditate um hot tubs are great you're weightless nothing's touching you right and uh sleep lots of sleep Ben. see you see how many naps you can get in and uh there you go that's that's how you're gonna time travel
4: sounds good i'm gonna do it uh, do do some uh scientific experiments and get back to us always a pleasure you're the best appreciate the call have a great night a happy leap year to you and uh we'll see you uh We'll see you next year. Oh, wait, wrong joke for the wrong time. <laughs> While we're time traveling, it's all fine. See you next year, Matt.
6: <laughs> well, and I'll I'll see you on this particular date four years from now. And uh, you you're the best for having me on, buddy.
4: You're the best. Appreciate the call. Appreciate the call. That's a uh, Matt Matt in Colorado. You know him. You love him. Good friend for a long time. Always lighting on fire, and always a a, a different perspective. And I, I do love that. The uh, the idea that we can get together and talk about these 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 things in different ways. As you know, not only open ended, is all the way all this goes. And so uh, if you if you if you're noticing something that I'm grotesquely missing. Uh, well, that's, uh, that's up to you. Uh, That's on you and uh, call and tell me all about it. I'd love to hear it because this is, uh, again, uh, the whole, uh, the whole point is ideas and getting together and talking and, uh, Definitely 100%. It's a strength of Matt's thinking and speaking and all the rest. Go, go follow his book. Uh, not follow it. Buy it. Links in the description down below. TroubleMinds.org forward slash friends. I'm used to follow. But uh, it says Matthew's book here. He's got a coupon code down there for 80% off for Trouble Binds, uh listeners. And uh, do, please do that. He's got some other books uh, linked as well. And there you go. Uh, appreciate the call. We're talking about the threshold day Again, you know, like, we're kind of mathematically scaling this, uh, you know, to uh, to kind of look at the world in a, a different way. Like, a different way is okay, right? Meaning that, uh, specifically, we have this weird thing going down with uh, Leap Year. And as I said, why don't we just rearrange this so Leap Year is October 32nd. I'd be into that. <laughs> What's a, second Halloween. <laughs> What's a mess up? See you four years from now. <laughs> exactly. Second Halloween would be super sweet. I mean, this is the thing, right? So so because I'm, um, I'm a little dense mathematically, and there's a good reason for that. I've told you guys the story a few times. But uh, uh, geometrically, I'm locked in. Boy, if you want to take an angle to a baseball in the gap, I'm your guy, right? Because it's all about angles anyway. So... The point is, what the hell is going on with this leap year? Is it, let's say, a super holiday? What is happening with this weird synchronicity of uncovering the tactile connection of time and then at the same day, this Elkin one is a key to sensory perception? Is this a sink? Is this weird? Is this not? I don't really know. Be right back. More Trouble Wines coming up. More Threshold Day. Leaplains, Paranormal Tactile Perception. Derek in Massachusetts and your calls as well. Don't go anywhere. More Trouble Wines coming up. Be right back.
5: 18 plus.
4: Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange. We're streaming on YouTube, Rockfin, Rumble, Twitter, and Twitch. We're broadcasting live on the Troubled Minds Radio Network. That's KUAP Digital Broadcasting. Today we're talking about this uh, leap year, Threshold Day, as we're calling this. Did you know if you were born on a leap year, the Threshold Day, you're called a leapling? Yeah, it's, it sounds like a very folklorish entity type uh, thing, right? Which is fine. But also, uh, oddly enough, the synchronicity happened last night with this uh, SciTech Daily talking about sort of this temporal aspect of a tactile sensation. OK, how do we actually feel time itself? Now, if that's not a synchronicity, when we knew we were doing a leap year show tonight, because, you know, it, it's a special occasion. Look, I'd, you know me. I like to zig when everybody else zags and all the rest of that stuff. But there's also that aspect of uh, you only get one chance at leap year every four years, right? Don't miss it. Like, don't miss it. So I was like, okay, like, I don't care. Whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll zig when everybody else zigs for tonight because uh, whatevs. But maybe nobody's talking about this, which, which is super awesome. Cause if we're zigging when everybody else is zagging anyway, as just a result of talking about amazing things, well, I'll take it. But the, the bizarre part is we had not just this sort of the synchronicity with it, again, scientists uncovered the tactile connection of time in a separate article from, so that was from SciTech Daily and uh, the, uh, what is it, the journal, I think, uh, what's the thing, in the Nature Communications Journal. Over here now, In this, on the same day, same release day, February 29th, today, uh, the, the other one was late last night, uh, the touching findings, Elkin 1 is a key to sensory perception. And they found this... This actual like a uh, new ion channel is what this is called. Again, I'm not smart enough to even know what the hell that means, but basically they're able to uh, eventually with this technology and the discovery of this new ion channel maybe able to dial in our sensory perception. And even for people in particular pain or something like pain cycles, right? Uh, you know, there are many out there that have uh, different problems for all kinds of different reasons that, that whole human meat suit, they can kind of maybe just turn down your pain threshold, just be like, Boop, and you're like, Hey, I feel like a hundred bucks again or whatever. Right. I mean, who knows, who knows really what's going on with all this stuff, but it, it was certainly a couple of like super fast synchronicities when I was like, well, I know we're doing this show. Then it's like, okay, time travel. It's a, sort of this paranormal chill effect. And how do we actually uh, sort of process this in the it's, it's sort of human time experience? I don't know, but it seems like some things are coming together and I don't really know how to quantify it other than Harry, I'm talking about it. What do you know? Is Leap Year a special holiday, or is it just another day? 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. We'll put you on the show. Just like this. Let's go to uh, Derek in Massachusetts. The Night Stalker. What's up, my man? How you doing tonight? How's that? Is that palate clear? Uh, I'm going to inspect everything when you're done, so make sure everything's tight. How you doing, brother? Right oh, yeah. For
3: sure. You can eat <laughs> off of it afterwards, for sure. For okay. sure. All just follow
4: right. us. I already know that. Um, just to, great show. Just, just giving, you, giving you hell. Uh, go right ahead. What's on your mind? Thank you very much.
3: Uh, great call, Matt. Great show. Um, yeah, this is a, a weird one. Um, I I don't I didn't really have much thoughts on on the leap year prior to you starting talking, and then this is a, a lot of weirdness. It's um that's in the in the stew tonight, you know. And I feel like it's gonna be a real rambly one because like I have certain bits, certain things that I've said many many times, so. They flow nice, but I feel like everything I'm about to say tonight is things I've probably said for the first time, so it might be a rambly, nonsensey, nonlinear mess. But uh, here jo- we go. Jo- yeah. jo- join, join the
4: club, go get it. Uh, I'm yeah. in that same boat as well. This is a weird one last night when I saw this. I linked it to you guys and was like, Hey, what is this? What is what the hell is this? How can you touch time itself? Yeah. That's so wild. Anyway, go yeah, to what you got. Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just the thinking yeah. about that That exact thing is nuts. So, uh, let's get let's oh. get nuts. Go ahead, sir.
3: For, first, for the first, first, for the leap year idea, first, um like in what i was talking about with the calendar and everything and how our calendar doesn't exactly fit um like the days and stuff so there's a kind of um like i've been noticing we've been theorizing maybe the past like decade or whatever that like our seasons are, are, are changing and especially it a lot in, in new england where it'll be we'll, we'll, we'll get like a day that'll feel like spring but i'm like oh people are like oh spring's here spring's here but i'm like no no we're gonna get two more weeks of of um of winter for sure like or or whatever, like two more weeks of a fall, two more weeks of, of, of summer and stuff, that, that, that kind of the seasons, because we have this little extra day and our time is all wonky and we can't, like, daylight savings time and all kind of weird stuff where it's, like, not matching the actual systems on the, on the Earth and stuff. So, like, I'm in New England, and I probably had a, a very few white Christmases in my 34 years, and most of them are probably in the 90s, most likely. And I think, like, the idea of a white Christmas... Um, happening in like December and stuff like I always viewed I'm a December baby but I still so I'm technically a fall baby but because December has Christmas I've always lumped that in with the winter because Christmas is a winter holiday it's snowy in New England in in December time my birthday and everything but not anymore it does not really snow on my birthday anymore it's like and I think in 50 years 100 years the concept of a white Christmas is going to be foreign and I don't even think kids are going to really necessarily miss it Um, that kind of like the what we our expectations of like the seasons and the flow just does not match anything like what we're actually doing with our calendars. And it's all throwing us way out of whack and everything. Um, but with the uh, people born on a leap, on a leap year and stuff on a leap day, that's like a, a crazy thing. Cause and I, I don't understand astrology enough, but in order to, to look up your chart, like what do, what do people on those days do for their, for their chart? Cause in order to get your chart, you have to give your, your exact birth time, in your exact like birth location, because um, in the way I visualize in my head is like it's like when you're entering the matrix, like not, not that we're in the in a matrix, but when you when you pop into this reality, it's like an imprint. It's almost like your IP address or just like a stamp on you, said you entered it at this time. The clocks read this. You were at this location, and all that matters. And then your <laughs> fortune, your your everything is based on uh, is based on that going forward. So it's, it's if like, you're,
4: it's like clocking in for life. Yeah. Like beep. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Here I am. Yeah. <laughs>
3: The great, the great way to put it yeah and everything and everything matters so but these are all these cycles within cycles and stuff our cycle started at the exact time and exact location like 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 location astrology matters if you were born like um if you if you say your hometown versus versus the hospital you're gonna have different charts so yeah your actual specific place where you popped into this reality um like which which punch clock you punched in on is gonna matter um so if you're punch you punch in on this date. it's how do you do it what do you what do you do for that and do you just kind of use do you use march 1st and if so like what is that is your chart going to be the same as march 1st because it's not the same day it's not the same punch in time as march 1st um what what does that what does that mean um and what does that mean for like astrology in general um there's always like the tropical versus sidereal thing and people like it if like so People who follow the side don't really acknowledge the, the tropical or vice versa, or like how does one work and, and the other work? But as long as you, as long as your symbols can be different than the people next to you, as long as like you're, they correlate to something that's going on in the matrix or whatever, in in reality. So like if my color red that I see and your color red that you see is different, it doesn't matter as long as it always stays the same. As long as I'm always, I'm always pointing at my red and saying red and you're always pointing it. Even, even if it's a different red than your red, as long as it's unchanging, then it, it won't matter but like but if it's changing like this, this having this leap day in it means it kind of shifts kind of i don't know it, 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 i would I would love an astrologer to like try to explain that to me because i don't understand how that how that works so it almost makes me see. I, I was listening to a dune explainer today um about like the dune the god emperor like um paul Atreides' kid, and um his vision. Of like to bring humanity out of out of um, like, the, like the future of humanity to like bring them to the golden era, this golden age is to escape them to like bring them out of the sight of the precogs. So you people use like precognition by by like really smart people who kind of see outside of space and time and check and like crunch some math and they have like based on probabilities they can see what what you're gonna do and and, and because of that leaders are able to shape society and keep you under the stranglehold. So if you can be You can hide from those precogs and hide from that from that probability measuring. Then you can hide from the precogs, and that's truly to that would truly liberate humanity. Humanity and and, and this idea. So, if you fall in this leap day, are you hidden from the gods? Are you hidden from the precogs? Is your do you not have a chart, or is your chart like different? Like, I'm sure if you go to an astrologer, they're going to give you a reading. But are they going to use March 1st? And if it is, that's not really your chart, as far as as far as I can. As far as I'm concerned, um, so are you hidden from the gods in that aspect? And yeah, now we're talking. Now that's we're, Now we're cooking with Yeah, guys. I don't know.
4: Yeah, it, well, because yeah. It, it is sort of that. Uh, uh, I guess liminal space in the calendar, right? Because, like, yeah. we, like we said earlier, you could you could slide it to any day. I mean, uh, uh, let's let's yeah. uh, let's uh, let's, uh, let's get a voting block together, guys. Uh, make a super pack to where we uh, d- delete the uh, 29th. Of February and make that uh, October thirty second because uh, how sweet is that going to be? <laughs> I mean, why yeah. not? Yeah. Uh, to, that's like the real a real f- threshold. Yeah, three day, right day yeah, right. a Halloween weekend or between uh, Halloween yeah. and Dia de los Muertos. Let's let's make this happen. I mean, and so that's yeah. the thing, right? Like I think in that sliding scale, and you're able to if you're able to do this stuff, then it becomes. Uh, like you said, almost invisible, like uh, invisible in those terms, because it, it does become sort of a fungible space to slide it from one one slide of the side of the calendar to the other every four years. But then also, how does that affect astrologers? I don't know. It's, it's mm-hmm. a hell of a question. I love it.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for for, for like commerce and our regular day to day stuff, it really doesn't matter. You can. It's like the calendar. The calendar is fungible in that way. But if it, but if like your, if like your IP address or whatever, like your core, your core base code is dependent on what moment you enter this reality and we don't have markers for that three out of the four three, like three out of every four years like that's 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 you might be hiding you might be hiding from from the fates to a certain extent i wonder or, um,
4: or, or standing out in a massive way because yeah, like, yeah they're like they're like they're like uh, what do we do with all these misfit toys and they're like you're, you're like in this bucket they're just like yeah. <laughs> so, so you're like um, exactly. you have you you become a problem for them maybe, which is which is yeah. not the, not the best. <laughs> yeah. the, the fates, after all. I mean,
3: it's a good. Yeah. I mean, it's a good. I think that's a, a good like a uh, movie idea, kind of like 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 a uh, The Expendables. Like we took we we took it. We like throughout time, we time traveler found a bunch of leaplings who who um like the outliers from from the, from the, the like the time stream to to go and solve time crises or whatever. Leaplings coming coming summer twenty twenty six. Because
4: they're the only ones who uh, can. Um,
3: yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You don't fit the calendar. Now we're gonna use you to save the calendar. Let's go, Mark, like Like ne- coming next year. Theater's you. Um. But th- like the perception time stuff is is super is super wonky. And and my belief on it is is that time is just complete human human perception. It doesn't exist. And we're we're in a we it's a moment. To, I've explained it a bunch of times. So I'm just to read it right through it. But just like it's it's infinite moments, infinite single moments that we experience as flowing linearly, but it's not it's for my it's my belief there's no way to prove that obviously but um but the perception of time for sure is, is, is wonky and there's a radio lab that i listened to like like a decade ago and um I can't, I can't find it anymore it's like one of the first podcasts i listened to period and uh they like broke down um these kind of crazy experiments that they were doing in these universities with people who who have these time kind of diseases or whatever like the same way there's that there's that kind of condition where people can't recognize faces this conditions where people will fall into these kind of like time fluxes. So they got this one guy, this is like the biggest part that I remember, but they got this one guy where they s- sat him in a room and they had him to have him do a task, like tie his shoes or like sharpen a pencil or something, something simple. And um, like knowing he suffers from this condition or whatever. So sometimes he's fine. Sometimes he's normal, but then so they they're recording him while he's doing this task and he's doing it unbelievably slow. Like, if, if, like, let's say it is tying his shoes, something that, let's say, to, to, to take him what, five seconds, give him like, 30 seconds, a minute, or whatever, um, took him two hours to do. He's moving unbearably slow. So it took him two hours. And then kind of he, it's like, snaps out of it or whatever. I'm, not, I'm It's been a long time, so I'm, I'm big on the thing. But he kind of snaps out of it, so he's cognizant again of, of what's really going on. And they show him the tape, and he goes, wait, that was me? That I, I did that? He experienced it as just as happening, just as, like, he, he tied his shoes regularly. Like, with 30 seconds passed, he didn't realize that he lost two minutes like this. I mean, two hours like this. And then they did an opposite experiment with a person who suffers from the opposite condition. And every couple hours still, start talking, like I'm talking now, just a mile a minute, but just really crazy. It's really, like, like. and they're just the opposite. They're condensed. They they thought they, like, had experienced, like, 15 minutes or whatever in a small period of time. And it's just... It's, uh, Super trippy to me. And just, I mean, so there, it must be some, type, some, some something that's going on in our brain that, that is able to create a condition like this. And now we're talking about like it being a, a physical thing. And it's one of the quick things in that radio the, the thing that I always thought was cool was um, they talked about how like, just different ways we used to mark, um, mark time and like the sundial and all different kinds of things and like the, the origins of it and the origin of daylight savings time and all that kind of stuff. But i said that, like, it um, gave one idea for a clock, which I always thought was cool if I had, had my own place or whatever. Um, where you kind of set it up, you set like get like twelve different kinds of flowers, or or I'm not a florist, I don't know how this works, but there's different flowers bloom at different times during the course of the day. So this one person during this show had one like uh, like nighttime bloomers that will bloom at midnight, at one, at two, whatever. And so so set up a clock where those flowers at, are at the twelve spot, the ones that bloom at one are at the one spot. So then you can, so you, your clock, you look at the time, you can tell the time based on which flowers in the circle. Are blooming, and uh, that looks like a kind of badass way to way to uh, mark time. It's, like, it's, a cool, it's a cool clock. Yeah, that's awesome. um
4: That's awesome. Yeah. There's also there's oh, also uh, yeah. just just real quick on that. uh There are some flowers that only bloom at night, so uh, maybe you could track this through uh through the. Uh, yeah, <laughs> through
3: that's what I mean. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wild stuff. Yeah. Um. So with the um, in 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 it and it changes like your perception of it. Obviously, and these are kind of um. These aren't heavy maybe juice ideas. I'm going to get to the maybe juice stuff in a second. Sorry. But um, but I just think it's incredible how our perception, as they say, like time speeds up whenever as you get older, and obviously like I can know that to be true, but I kind of always roll, roll my eyes to it. But just uh, like the older I get, it is it just it's time is slipping through my fingers like sand. It's a cr- it's the craziest thing, and especially now I'm like going back and I'm like watching like all the like old SNLs and just old like stuff that I have nostalgia for from the late '90s, early 2000s, things that are pivotal. To me, the things that if, if I, like, I thought feel, feel like they're happening much farther apart. Like, I always talk about Power Rangers all the time, but Power Rangers has been going on for 30 years. They had their 30th anniversary last year. And my fandom of it really is only like the first four years, four or five years. It's, and it's like, it's an, it's a, I don't know any Power, Power Rangers canon for the most part. Like it's, my, my era is just like the Zordon era. It's from like 93 to like 99 or something, something like that, maybe. And then, but it feels huge in my mind so like when you're four four years feels huge but now i'm 34 and literally i blinked away the last 12 years it just went it just gone and (laughs) nothing happened in it
4: now you're cooking with gas exactly here's the thing though so so again from an old guy uh, to a young guy not that not that i know anything you don't know but uh i think being aware of it is the first first way to conquer it and not that you can conquer time itself but you know what i mean like you you start to realize that time is slipping and and the more the more you kind of uh, kick it and, uh, you know, not kick yourself in the ass, it, you know, you, you kicking it instead of kicking yourself in the ass, it adds up. And uh, that you can, you can miss a decade if you're not paying attention. It, uh, it, it goes by fast, man. That's for sure.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, and, and, but it's just, it's just really trippy to, uh, to think about. I mean, like as you have less, less, of it, obviously it becomes more, more precious and everything and all that kind of stuff, but just as you have more of it, like it's just each moment, weighs less in so it feel i don't know just it's a it's a trippy thing that within one human body the perception of time varies throughout throughout the course of a, of a, of a lifetime let alone different people and so now let's get into the time as a substance thing which is just bonkers to me
4: yeah so well, can, can you touch time have you ever touched time because c- clearly i, I would I, I would expect the best grocer in the known multiverse would be able to manipulate time with your fingers is this possible can you like well whoo- that's do, do that's the thing it? yeah yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. i've i've said it before like the closest thing I've, had, I've come to time travel is um is talking really fast is is it's like it's doing something that's literally should be on paper It sounds ridiculous obviously to say it, but like on paper impossible to do but i can squeeze it in in just enough time because i'm trying i'm not i don't i'm i'm not trying to stay late to like milk the clock or whatever i'm trying to finish an a godly amount of stock and leave early if if, if possible. I'm, screw- I'm really screwing myself because I, paid- I get paid hourly. You and me everything. both.
4: But uh, I, I would yeah. rather finish and leave so For early sure. that they're like, "Damn, how's this guy go home yeah. at two o'clock?" every <laughs> like, day? Oh, that's yeah, how same, I want That's same. how I do yeah. shit. I'm just like, no, they're like we have yeah. it in front of us. Let's get this shit done. And then uh, exactly. by the end exactly. of the day, it's like it's like three thirty, and I'm like walking the yard because there's nothing left to do.
3: And, exactly. everybody,
4: and everybody's yeah. around me is so annoyed with me. They're just like shaking their head, like this fucking guy. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know.
3: <laughs> I'm, the, I'm, I'm annoyed by everybody else at this point. I've been, I'm people know me so soon I've made it clear like I don't expect people to, to do this but just like stay out of my way to it a, to, a, to a certain extent like um let me do let me do my thing or whatever because there's people who are running out the clock and there's people who are trying to fit things in before the clock expires you know and um you call it the flow state the closest thing I've come to the flow state uh the way like Jordan or Kobe does or whatever or like an artist or whatever is um it's my craft you know stocking and shelves and I and, and it's like um, it helps. It helps the time move faster for me, but also like um, I always have just enough time to do what I need to do. Um,
4: Which is weird. I'm, not, right?
3: I'm, not, I'm the I'm same not good, way. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not good at explain I'm not good explaining it, but but that's my, that's the closest I have to to being able to shift time like that. Um, but and just as a life advice thing, if you're doing a job you hate, just like get busy. It goes by faster. Like, if, like earlier when I was 16 i would like i wasn't like this and the shift would drag and i would only be working three hours and now now a nine-hour shift is not enough time sometimes you know i'm sorry that's not important at all um so but the time feeling thing i do resonate with that and there's all kinds of like videos online especially lately because disorders and stuff is trendy whatever online but just like um monday has a flavor or like monday is blue or like something like that to different people i don't necessarily experience that like like, like that but just people just the idea that people experience things differently in that but i do often say like this feels very 90s or i don't know when this was made but it feels like it's made in in 2002 or it feels like it's made in like 1987 or whatever and like um you're basing that on like context clues or whatever but it is kind of at least for me something that like it's a little slightly imperceptible whatever or it feels like people this is like for everyone but saying it feels like a sunday or it feels like a tuesday and stuff and obviously that's because we have routines and stuff but like there is something like it feels like a time thing is a thing i think we we do have we just don't know how to describe it kind of yeah sorry
4: like just real quick like monday energy something like this or or like Mm -hmm. uh uh sort of beyond that uh uh, like maybe even dare we say like uh, so we're talking about sort of a tactile sensation of time but what if it's also sort of an olfactory we can smell Right. Like, like, like you're like that, that reminds me of the nineties and maybe you smell temporally the nineties on the object itself. You know what I'm saying? So, and maybe this is exactly what what this article is talking about. The SciTech daily is how maybe uh, time itself creeps into our, our senses in not just the, the tactile way, but uh, maybe these other ways too. And uh, which gets incredibly weird because you're like, okay, so time slips, what are people seeing when they see paranormal events, this type of thing. I mean there's a lot of ways to is look it, at this in terms of uh, sort of and again the, the cause of rev mirror, which which again is, is something that it's kind of come on my radar recently that uh it, maybe it can block sort of those waves of time that we're constantly feeling and people mm-hmm. experience inside of that thing it, it like sort of this existential dread because they're they're like maybe removed from time because it blocks sort of that that flow right of dark matter or whatever whatever it is that we're feeling the actual temporal feeling it it blocks it for a moment. And so it it sort of maybe gives you that, uh, the idea that you're dead, right? Like, like what it might feel like outside of time. I don't know. Just, uh, we'll we'll get, we'll get back to that at some point. I'm hoping to get Brian Romley on the show at, at, uh, it's, that would be incredible to have him talk about that. But uh, I mean,
3: yeah. 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 The, the, the,
4: I don't know if you follow the guy at all, but he's, he's incredible. That's the you, way he thinks. Yeah. 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 Like uh, he, he's uh so he's, he's my, uh, my Duncan Trussell, right? Uh, no, that's you. what's
3: up? Perfect. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
4: Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm uh, rambling too much.
3: Yeah. No, no, no. It's great. Um, just, I'm going to, um, I was going to hit that a little bit later, but just, just to that, so don't forget. So that, I mean, it reminds me of the matrix. If, if, part of this prison reality like part of it is like the saturn time matrix as part of like the at least one of the one of the models for this like prison planet or whatever and that time is part of this prison that we're like stuck in time like time is is part of these um veins of like wearing weighing us down that almost like it seems um like
5: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
3: Like a, like a scared, domesticated animal that you let out on the loose who doesn't know how to like, who doesn't know anything but slavery. So when you free it, it's like, has this and it's, it's panic or whatever this crisis. Um, but like more metaphysically, it almost seems like, What's happening to the AI when we're saying the AI is having these least, uh, existential crisis or whatever that like for a period when it's crunching the numbers, it's still within time, it's still crunching. T- it's like this happened in 1776, this happened in blah, 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 And it's still recording time, but it, once it gets gets to a certain level and the right gears click into place and it, 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 it starts to see everything, it sees the totality of time or whatever. The time weighs zero thing and it pops out of time and it has that freak out that you're talking about maybe and that's why. All these AIs, are like they're freaking out. The AIs are freaking out. They're having, they're having existential crises. They're having, they're having panic attacks. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's because of this. They're, they're experiencing. You're talking about with this. Um, yeah, but may, maybe, maybe of, they're
4: eternally wrapped in that cause of remir because they are outside of time. Yeah. And, and so, the, so they, mm-hmm. they, as just a state of being, they are. Embody existential dread themselves, you know what I mean so yeah. which which of course yeah. leads us back to Cthulhu, which we don't have to get into, but uh, <laughs> that's yeah. which I mean, it, it leads back to that for for sure that idea that sure re- removed from yeah. time, we feel the cold chill of the cosmos itself and what it means to be dead, right without yeah. time. Yeah sort of flowing through us and so it does sort of go back to the that, that, that yeah. cosmic horror of the we, we don't have to tackle that but just something that came to mind in the in the moment as we're talking about yeah. this yeah I could go ahead what no, else for, sure, for sure
3: <laughs> for sure i mean I, I i think of it more as like honestly like yes the bad i think that like the things that are inside of time are, are limited to like this reality or essentially that that the good stuff and the bad stuff are all outside of time and I mean, and the AI is going to be outside of time or whatever that most of the action is outside of time. So like escaping time and space. And like, that's what the, that's what the goal of like the Bene Gesserit and Dunars to create the mind that can escape time and space. And I think that like, that's what the synchromistic is. Is it's, a, it's not escaping time and space, but it's trying to get a higher vantage point um, to see more of the landscape. And then with like, like, I think that it's almost like a birth where babies cry when they, leave the birth canal, it doesn't mean, like, life is full of of existential dread, which you can argue it is. or that, like, you're cursed, cursed to live, like, once you, you're crying, because, oh, my God, this is this is life, this is reality, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. But, like, maybe it's just that, like, whoa, maybe it's just that, like, big bang, like we talked about with the big bang, having a freak out, just that, oh, here we are, this, whoa, this is a real action, or, like, whoa, this is just, and then, and then you can adjust, and then you can, like, and then, you can be fine, you know, whatever. Um, afterwards, so it might be a first freak freak-out moment. Once we escape the time stream, get out of the get out of the river, shut up rivers. But I don't know. Um, but just put the perception of the time feeling thing. I'm, I'm gonna suck on quicker. Sorry. Um, yeah, but um, um, it, uh, so like, yeah. So the feeling. So feeling very '90s. Feels like a Sunday. All that kind of stuff. And speaking of somebody who my Monday, like Monday morning for everyone else, at the worst time of the week because they work Monday, Friday, whatever when I get out Monday morning, that's my Friday night. And, but Monday still has, so my Mondays are Fridays, but Monday still has that same Monday feeling. Kind of like for me, it's, I mean, it's associated with good things. So just because you're going back to work, that's not, that's not why Monday feels like a Monday. I think, I think it's because we marked something and it has a name for it or whatever. And we go back to work on that day, whatever. But, but like, I don't know if, if, if our imprint, that, that snapshot of when we're born marks, everything that like, all of these markers are have a, have a feeling and a taste. Like it's all just a sheet of matrix code that we're taking in. And we have like five appendages that we've recognized and we've labeled and we marked, but there's probably more. There's probably six. So they work together. Like my, my mom broke her nose when she was younger. She can't, she can't smell, but it definitely affects her taste too. Those, those like smell and taste are are, are together. Like you, you smell the wine first. It's like the aromas all go hand in hand. If you watch like the Rocky Dennis story when he, he is, um, He's, like, dating that blind girl, um, which is a crazy plot thing for the movie. But, like, he's dating that blind girl, and he's trying to teach her what, like, what red is and what blue is. And he takes these rocks, and he heats the rocks up, and he puts the rocks on her hands, like hot rocks on her hands. And she goes, whoa, oh, oh. And he goes, that's red. And and he gets these cold cold rocks, and he puts the rocks on her hands. He goes, oh. And he goes, that's blue. And it's like that's not. I mean, you don't no idea if she's if, that, if she's seeing red or blue, or whatever. But she understands at least for the point of the movie. She understood she had a better sense of like what colors are, but she's been blind her entire life, and used used ten like that. Like we've delineated five senses, but they inter, they're interchangeable. So, um, I th- so when we're analyzing and experiencing and taking in this matrix code through those five senses, like and marking in like, which is just t- which was what time is, just as like infinite markings of the of the moments then it's like going it lumped in nostalgia is going to get lumped in with smells nostalgia is going to get lumped in with scent. like we talked about music nostalgia the other day or like your parents grandparents food's going to take you back or all that kind of stuff uh home-cooked meals and all that type of thing that like time is marked by all many senses um so touch it doesn't surprise me um but also it gets you. what if like time is a substance that like what if we can feel it because it's like an ether that we're, we're in time literally that like this may, like we're, we're like the part of the prison. We've been dipped into time, and when we escape, that gravity what we talked about yesterday, maybe like we start to. I don't know. Does that make sense? I'm no,
4: no, no, no. That makes perfect sense. That, that that's that's exactly the point here. So, and back to that ref mirror, it blocks that that sort of flow of time through you, even temporarily, because you because uh, you can't block it, right? I mean, you would have to have some sort of like massive, massive technology to be able to stop time itself, right? We 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 all agree on that at least, if, you know. If,
3: ish <laughs> I, mean, percep- I mean perception i don't i mean per- per- perception wise we to p- people i mean aliens can do it i mean fairies can do it whatever's creating missing 411 can do it um i mean like like it might just be it might just be tied into the senses so when we and, and all of these sentences could be its own hours of, of talking they're so, supposed but like but so when we experience Paranormal phenomena of all different shapes and sizes and, and kinds, then they're experienced through the senses. Most likely, not because the aliens or whatever have a crazy technology that's manipulating our sense of smell, or sending or that Bigfoot stinks really bad, which is possible, but it's probably because we're getting information that's more than what we're. It's more, it's yes. more than that. Point five percent of reality that we can perceive. Yes. It's coming in, and the only tools we have to experience it or for our mind to tell us what it is. Our, is, is, is within those senses that we have. So when, when there's strange stuff going on, we get those goosebumps you were talking about. That's the sense of touch or whatever. We have the Oz effect, where everything goes silent. That's the sense of sound. Strange lights, sh- the shimmer, strange look bl- blurs or whatever. That's sight. Um, smelling uh, the uh, strange smells. It's, it's, every, every podcast has an episode about strange smells and stuff. I mean, it's, it's like all of them. Just, so now we're just adding like, like maybe like, time too so missing so missing time is another thing that's hits we like it's across every phenomenon is a missing time aspect that maybe like it's just because um something plucked us out of like of this matrix that we're in and or, or or something with just more information that we can handle interacted with us and i don't know i'm not sure does that but just
4: no, no, that's the uh, point. No, no, yeah. we, we are way, way, way into like deep abstraction. And that's okay. That's, that's the whole yeah. point of this. like, because, because again, you know, sort of time as an abstract is, is the first like, whoa, come on, you're getting weird, Mike. Now we're like, no, no, time is an abstract that yeah. we can feel and we can smell and we can see and we can taste. Except yeah. it doesn't actually manifest itself through the meat suit experience until something additional presents itself and then it gives us the tingles. It gives us sort of the paranormal aspect of that whatever. So and again, a sixth sense per se, right? Which which would be the feeling or the sensory perception from the meat suit experience of time itself. Which maybe again, uh, shout out James. I know he's a he's a little cranky when I mention this. Maybe all the paranormal shit is exactly this. Maybe this is exactly what we're dealing with. It is sort of this temporal stuff that when we notice it, we, we have that intuition, that Fox Mulder moment again. And the thing is too, go back to that Bigelow thing. Like that was not a phony story. I didn't make that shit up for uh, like for dramatic effect. It happened. And so I'm sitting there at a stoplight feeling like, what, like, what am I missing? There's something happening around me and I have no idea what's going on. And then I finally recognize what it is. And I do wonder, like, like you got, you got to wonder what the hell's actually happening in sort of that sixth sense aspect, that intuition yeah. aspect. It, it, yeah. This is what it, we're it dealing makes, with. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead.
3: For sure. and For sure. For sure. It, may, it makes me think that like, again, like, like I, I just don't think time is like um, a constant in that. And physicists would, argue, would disagree with that. So I know it's just like a stupid thing to say on some level, but I just, I feel like it's just a way that we're in a, a super information a soup of information and we're taking best we can. We're trying to take all that in to make in our mind is in giving us a, re, a the, the reality that, that we're experiencing and we've delineated and categorized different things to try, to try to describe that. What does it smell like? What does it sound like? What does it taste like? What does it look like? But, and and then we've like, and we we it by time. I don't know. We market by time. So when something new enters the soup, like the soup, like the soup or whatever, something new, a new bit of information comes into that that waters and ripples it around or whatever. I'm not sure if they're mixed, they're messing specifically with time, but they're messing with the soup and we perceive it of whoa, like a a shift in smell, whoa, a shift in sight, whoa, a shift in, in, in touch, whoa, a shift in time because time is, is wrapped in, wrapped up in these senses like this. And it's, um, it's just perception based and which is what the senses are. We're just trying to perceive the reality the moment the moment that's in front of us right now um but just like it's i mean um uh um matt mentioned the dream things so i won't go into that as much um but just like time time within the dreams is wonky you can experience large chunks of time and in small time within within the dream it don't, it's like and then uh like the psychedelic experiences um there's that famous story of uh, ari shafir on rogan t- talking about how he did like salvia or something like that and he lived like 30 years he had a whole life and a family and lived like day to day for 30 years and then woke up after the out of the salvia trip where the salvia trip stopped which is like a five minute trip and he <laughs> lived 30 years in five minutes <laughs> which it's is the nuts. craziest thing that's nuts yeah it's a crazy it's nuts and and it's like um what is that is it like is it is it's it's like it's just your perception of time changed in, in a certain way it's almost like we're like experiencing new information or like unplugging from one system and plugging into something else or something. Um, and this is a whole other thing, but like REM sleep and the way our eyes shake when we're in REM sleep is similar to what's happening when like you're plugged into a, like a machine and information being sent. It's like, that we're experiencing like downloads that we've, that we're just like um, taken out of, taken out of one time matrix and placed into like a different stream of information and, I don't know. It's just it's it's, it's, just, it's just wonky. I mean, this is where this is what I meant by like. I'm not sure the word's going to come out in the right way, but like with the simulation thing, if you're talking about literally the Matrix, where, where robots put machines into this, we I mean, push put people into this fake simulation, had the head like they are like if you can manipulate this touch, so time is tied to touch, whatever. So if you can just flip a neuron. Or, or massage something in your brain or massage this olfactory, whatever that tied to touch or whatever, like same way where we're very close to probably having haptic suits and, um, smell of vision, like that kind of, t- t- that type of stuff in VR that like, if you can manipulate time in that way, then, I mean, like that's how you make like a, a matrix. That's how like that is like kind of the Saturn time matrix of the time being Um, the thing that's like keeping us in for all, it makes me think a more immediate version of that would be a prison system would be giving somebody a life sentence in jail in five minutes and have them experience, like like, give them a buzz or whatever. Like, like, like I don't like I'm I'm lose myself, but like massage (laughs) that part of the brain that is tied to the, to the sense and make somebody the the way you're talking about, turn down the pain threshold, move this time threshold around and make somebody experience a whole life sentence or how, or how somebody is given 10 life sentences for 10 murders. Now they can live out those 10 life sentences in a matter of moments, because you can, you can yeah. do this. You can, yeah. Like, like um, cause that is, cause freaky. Yeah,
4: ca- yeah. Cause like a thousand years of like slow time trauma. And then like, but, but in real time, you know, they, they, they put like the, the, the drip in your brain and you sit there for a thousand years uh, d- d- going through your sentence and come out, you know, quote reformed, but then uh, you know everybody else. It's been like uh, ten minutes for the rest of us. I mean, that's uh, that's very uh,
3: crazy.
4: Yeah, it's nightmares. Yeah. It's co- it's coming though. Like they have talked about this technology already, and you got to know that this has been uh, tested back to the MK Ultra stuff that they burned. And we you know we don't really even know it, other than sort of speculation. But you got to you got to bet they were working with uh, you know sort of our perception of time for exactly that reason. To, to be able to you know 10 life sentences to actually make people serve them out i mean think about how horrifying
3: dark. jesus it's and then but, and, 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 but, go, go ahead yeah good no, I and mean, I mean, just and just ramp that up to just is that the idea of the saturn time matrix is that like time the time tartarus that like time itself is this is this like um it's not maybe not literally an ether substance but it's almost, it almost is kind of this like um this substance that's like, I don't know. I don't know, that, I don't know. They were locked in like, like this prison to, to, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's just like, like the, it's the opposite of like, this is a school. It's just, this is a, this is a time prison or whatever. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but like the opposite way for the, for the make people live a, like a hundred life sentences. Could you, I don't know what that experience would be like. Would it be the same as the same monotonous thing you would? We were in jail, and you have your lunch, and you're going like your 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 hour, your hour of replay play or whatever like that, and you experience that for just a thousand years, day to day, or is it some weird hazy blur? Um, but if you're cognizant and if you're awake and you're really experiencing what you think is like a million days in just one day, then can you read? Can you learn? Can you live at that? Can you consume a thousand years? or a thousand lifetimes worth of information and come out and only one day has passed. Like one of the coolest parts of dragon ball Z to me was that the training time chamber and they use it to like to build muscles up. But you go in this thing, you train, you train what you think is a year, but you come out, it's only been one day. So you had a year of beefing up but only one day passed. but that might not work with this, but like if but if it's experience based, can you learn a thousand years worth like a lifetime of information? Um, and then come out, and I'm, and I'm like, you know what I mean? What if this all been just a time chamber? And I come out, and I'm like seven years old again.
4: Whoa! <laughs> right, right, like, exactly. thank
3: God. I didn't want to. <laughs> that. Right, you know I, mean? exactly, I, yeah. I learned a whole bunch of stuff. I gotta go. I'm taking it too long. But um, later, bro. Awesome, awesome. Uh, hope that made some kind of sense. All
4: that. kinds of sense. All kinds of sense. You're the best. Appreciate it very much. Later, bro. Yeah, let's we'll slay it to. Most of us like to say that's Derek, the next Doctor. You know him. We love him. A good friend for a long time. All the rest of that. The official synchronistic of Trouble minds. And uh, like, uh, you can tell, right? You can tell. Like this, this guy's not a frivolous thinker. This guy thinks deeply, and that's exactly the point of these shows, is uh, just kind of kind of decoupling from reality and considering what might be. It's uh, like I said. All uh, all 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 of the the bad things about this show, go ahead and stick on me. All the good things about this show, go ahead and uh, spread it around to all the amazing people that call in because that's exactly what this has always been about. It's a conversation about uh, wild ideas that uh, you know like if we don't if we don't sort of cultivate this space that these this, this stuff doesn't happen. So it's okay. All that's fine. It's all good. It's all good. So uh, I don't know like uh, well said by by Derek there in, in a lot of ways and and I think uh, when you start to think of this in the temporal terms, right? Uh, of being able to feel and taste and all the rest. I mean, you know, when you say it has that nineties vibe, what's up, uh is uh what's up, uh, blah, 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 is he still there? No, uh but uh but Jacob said, you know, yeah, like this he, he said that probably like three months ago or something, maybe five months ago, I don't know. Like it all blends, right? You know, the time all blends in your head. But he said this this show is this show is cool in that nineties sort of way, right? Like we, we kinda have that uh, you know, nineties vibe a little bit, you know, with the just because we're replicating, you know, sort of a a a Michael strange mental space and trying to, you know, sort of reenact it, you know, in the way that I do it, the way that we do it, the way that, you know, this is manifested together. And so I do think there's something here where we're talking about sort of the, the actual, not just a tactile uh, connection of time itself, but I, but I think, you know, think of this, for instance, think of like steampunk, like when you look at like steampunk, look at it visually. Okay. Not how it smells probably steampunk smells let's be real probably not the best okay but when you look at when you look at steampunk and and that whole style it's uh it kind of makes you wonder what space outside of time it occupies it, it does kind of give you that sort of weird non-linear time aspect you know what i mean and so that's the thing that that becomes the weird part of this cuz you're like okay so it's future but it's also the past sort of mixing in this bizarre style that's, well, is a temporal manifestation of the human meat suit experience. You see what I'm saying? But outside of it, I don't know. And, and I think that's what art's all about. I think that's what all, the, all that's what troubled minds is all about because you don't have to look, I don't have to show up addressed as like, um, you know, uh, what, uh, what uh, Mad Max or something every night, right? To kind of evoke these ideas. These the, the ideas are what we're smelling, the ideas that we're touching and tasting, and all the rest of that. You see, it doesn't have to be sort of just a visual aspect. It could be all these other things. Uh, anyway, a lo- lot of ways to consider this, but it is wild to think that. Uh, well, maybe time itself is actually flowing through us. And back to that, cause of mirror for a moment. We will circle back on that. I'm hoping to get Brian Romley at some point on the show. Uh, Like uh, he he does follow me on uh, Twitter X and uh, he answers me sometimes as well, but he's, he's one of those like really big accounts and uh, really in demand type guys for a lot of very good reasons. And so uh, hopefully at some point we'll talk about that cause of Riff mirror because he apparently did some studies on this and some new science and anyway, but uh, imagine blocking that flow of time through the meat suit experience, like just blocking it even for a moment for like, let's say 10 minutes. So all of this sort of actual sensory information flowing through us in the time space, if you can damn it off for just a moment, D-A-M, damn it off like a river, shout out rivers, I think our meat suit experience would freak out. I think we would be, again, sort of back to that cosmic horror a little bit. I don't know. I don't really know the answers to these ideas, but I do know that the ideas, well, are uh, wild and persist love to hear your thoughts. It is a special day today. So if you've uh, never called into the show ever, maybe t- tonight is your night. As I said over there on Rumble, uh, we're not going to have another chance at Leap Year for four more years. So uh, maybe this is your night. If you've never called into the show, maybe over there on Rumble, I see you guys, I'm running you guys off. They're like, no, I'm out of here. No, don't call me out. Uh, yeah, uh, but uh, it, Colin, Colin, I don't really know. Uh, these answers are few. The questions are many, and that's exactly what Trouble Minds is all about. So anyway, so let's smash this button and talk about it consider it think about it we got a couple calls coming in thank you uh we, looks like we got jason uh, from uh, rumble i uh, called out uh, to rumble hey come on rumble fam if you've never called in maybe tonight's the night maybe maybe tonight is the night that you call in and everything changes everything spins on its head everything becomes something that it never could become before because you called into troubled minds right I don't know. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, let's manifest the future together. Today's a special day, apparently. Or maybe it's not. That's not true. Every day's a special day. That's that's nonsense. Stop it, Michael Strange. I'm just being devil's advocate. What do you know? We're talking about not just leap year, but also this feeling or sensing or tasting or seeing time itself. Does that seem ridiculous to you? 702-957-1037 click the discord link at troubledminds.org be right back more on the way we got uh jason we got james looks like we got the roberts hey all you got to do is ask and the phone lines light up be right back more troubled minds coming up thanks guys you're incredible don't go anywhere more on the way Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange. We're streaming on YouTube, Rockfin, Rumble, Twitter, and Twitch. We are broadcasting live on the Troubled Minds Radio Network. It's digital radio, by the way, which is, by the way, uh, a it's a 24-hour digital radio station that not just features Troubled Minds stuff, of course, but uh, many friends, many friends. Hey, uh, go check it out if you guys are... Uh, uh, going through the day and you're like, uh, yeah, you know, like, what am I doing? Hey, put, up, put on the radio network. It's 24 hours of uh, troubled minds and friends. It's amazing stuff. Go check it out. KUAP Digital Broadcasting. Links in the description down below. Search it yourself. It's uh, super simple to find. We're talking tonight about, let's say, the temporal aspect of the human experience. Now, not just, let's say, the entropy meat suit bit, you know, that we kind of talk about. Uh, I mean, that's the normie view, right? We're We're locked into our time slices and stuff and you know, we're going to live as long as we live and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. Well, the troubled mind style, we're like, no, no, time is a flat circle. Let's uh, find out how to sort of unlock this concept and maybe even uh, d- d- delay or postpone or or uh, maybe uh, learn how to uh, accept that cycle in a, let's say a more, uh, more, how do I say it? I don't know what to say because uh, anything I say there seems like I'm a douche. And so I'm not going to, you know, row up that canoe. Uh, but, but anyway, so in any case, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of things here to consider. And leap year is where we're at. It is the 29th, obviously, of February. But it got me thinking in terms of a lot of things. And these synchronicities just popped. This uh, beyond the five senses, scientists uncovered tactile connection of time itself. Meaning we might be able to touch it. Meaning time itself, the concept of time might be piggybacking into our senses in particular ways. And if you can touch it or feel it, can we see it? Can we smell it? Can we taste it? Can we do all of those things? And is that exactly what a sixth sense actually means? Sort of a dilation effect of time itself. And even maybe this super sensory emotive aspect that we kind of pick up on as a Being inside or outside of that time slice. Maybe uh, let's say that, uh, you know, I'm this many years old, I'm where I'm supposed to be regarding the human construct of time itself. Well, what if you can pick up signals, sense, taste from outside of your time slice? Because, well, the time is a flat circle, right? Anyway, a lot of ways to consider this. So I got a question for you. Question uh, for the for the rest of the night because this is a hilarious. Question I was talking to Mrs. Strange during the break, and I asked her, "What?" Like, hey, babe, close your eyes for a second. She's like, "All right." Like, hey, uh, imagine steampunk. She's like, "All right." What does it smell like to you? She's all hmm. gasoline. <laughs> Right. Exactly. Right. Like, so, so what what is your take on that? We're going to, uh, what does steampunk smell like to you? Because it seems to be a space outside of time itself. So uh, we're poisoning the whale a little bit with an answer before the question, but uh, let's uh, add that as a, a aspect to the conversation tonight. Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. Click the discord link at TroubleMinds.org. Let's go to uh, Jason. What's up, Jason, the real Jason Barker on, uh, on uh, what's up, uh, Rumble? You're on trouble Minds. How are you, my friend? Go right ahead
1: hey brother how you
2: doing uh hope my topic is uh not off topic but I, I wanted to talk about how uh people might perceive time differently based off of size and age is that cool
4: yeah of course that's, that's perfectly exactly what we're talking about go right ahead
2: uh, yeah yeah well i got i kind of got a theory on it i've talked to a lot of scientists on this um and it's provable if we wanted to test it but um you know the brain is basically an electrical computer is it not
4: from uh, everything we're told and i think that uh i think that's accurate i think probably boiling it down that's accurate i don't think there's going to be a lot of people out there that would deny that's the case for sure
2: yeah well i i got this theory man um i got this theory that uh the distance between the neurons in your brain um, even though it's you know, between uh, like a, a two-year-old child and say a 70-year-old man, uh, it's different. And when you're talking the speed of light and you're talking the amount of uh, neurons that are firing and you know, over time, uh, that's a huge distance uh, when you figure it out. So um, I think that if you think about this, when you're a child, it seems like the summers last forever, uh, your school year lasts forever then as you get older, it seems like the years go by very quickly. Uh, I think there's something to that where uh, children, because their neurons in their brain are closer together, cumulatively over time, uh, they are actually operating much, much faster than the time around them. And as you get older, you operate more slowly. So I don't, that, that's kind of my theory on it. There, there's a way to prove it, by the way.
4: Yeah, that's, that's something science has kind of tackled as well. Cause uh, it is not uh, a singular experience. It's something everybody uh, it actually goes through, which is, uh, you know, we experience time differently by age. And again, so think about it that way. So if you go all the way back to the crib and you're crying and your diapers wet or whatever, right. And uh, you're crying for like five minutes, it seems like 10 hours, right. <laughs> which, which is, think about that. That's horrific. And, uh, Like just that whole, that bit right there is like you're talking trauma, right? Like even in the most like simple basic aspects of, uh, you know, me me and they're cooking dinner or something and the baby starts crying because the diaper's wet. Uh, Five minutes is 10 hours to the baby, right? I mean, now suddenly we're old and I'm speaking for myself, not you, but you're probably old too. That's why you're here. And uh, time flies when you're having fun or not even when you're having fun, like you blink and it's gone. So, uh, so, so what is it? What, what the hell's happening here? What, what's your take?
2: No, no, I, I totally agree with you. I think that um, as we grow older and the, the space between our neurons and our brain, um, even though it's minute, it makes time seem to go by faster because we're moving slower in relative relation to time. Um, and and I, I have a really great way to prove this. Uh, have you ever like rode in the back of a minivan and looked at the car? riding next to you on the highway, and as the mag wheel is spinning, it seems to, like, stop and then move backwards. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's the frame rate. That's the frame rate at which your brain can produce or uh, pr- process, um, you know, frames per second. Um, I think that we could do this, like, uh, scientifically, we could spin up, a I don't know, say a fan or something like that, and then you know we monitor the rpms and stuff like that and when a person says hey it looks like it's standing still to me hit the button and says okay that's sixty-five hundred rpm or whatever and then you do that with people of different ages i think we can prove that that time moves differently to young and old people based off of size so with that being said uh, does an ant or a cockroach or something like that that has a really tiny condensed brain if they live to be like 3 days old before they die was that like 50 years for them you know
4: yeah that makes sense also regarding that frame rate i'm sure you've seen this as well when they have a uh, if you sync the frame rate with the uh, uh speed of the helicopter rotor when it comes in and take the, the photograph you you get like the just like the the propeller like in it's it's not the blur all the blur's gone you just get like a a singular sort of frozen in space propeller of a flying helicopter that's like, damn, that's super cool. But yeah, I, I, th- I think we do oh. have that, that frame rate aspect to to the human mind. Uh, and I think uh, real quick on that, Brian Romilly calls it the, um, what is it? the uh, so, so there's, a, there's sort of a uh, a human limit to perception. I can't remember exactly what he calls it, but something to that effect, right? Like we can't, you, you can't adjust that dial. We can only, we only have so much, he calls it bandwidth, human bandwidth. We only have so much of that. Anyway, sorry to, sorry to interrupt. I you I had something. Go ahead. Go ahead, sir.
2: No, no, that's, that's right on brother. And, and I think that um, we should look into that, you know, like, uh, cause time is relative. And, uh, you know, we were joking around in the chat earlier about, they turned on CERN and there's a black hole and we're all dead now, but we don't know it because we're living on the singularity. Uh, it very well could be, you know, uh, maybe we're living in the last second of reality, but, uh, time is relative. So to us, it could be 50 years, a hundred years. Who knows? you know, it's all relative.
4: Yeah. A hundred percent, which, which is uh, the wild part about all of it. And how, how do you uh, kind of uh, unlock yourself with that video game cheat code and uh, maybe extended or expanded or uh, revisited or uh, memory? I mean, there's, there's a lot of things, a lot of really spooky things with the human meat suit experience, which is, which is literally why we talk about this stuff. Cause I'm, I'm going to see things you don't, you're going to see things I don't and uh, vice versa all the way around. And uh, these conversations are amazing. Uh, what else you got regarding this? Do you think that, do you think there is something special to to the leap leap day? Or do you think it is sort of just a fungible day? We move around a calendar, like a human construct.
2: Um, I I think it's just a way to, uh, make a fix for like how we can't figure it out. Exactly. That's what I think it is, but it's really going to screw people up that like are born on that day. that doesn't exist every other year. You know, (laughs) like did they get older or not?
4: You know, it's
2: kind of funny, but, um,
4: I love it. Imagine, imagine if we found a way to, to make it so it didn't happen. Like some sort of like a Matthew was saying earlier in the, in the show, some sort of meditative aspect where you can kind of slow that stuff down to, to like 25% and then you kind of match your birthday anyway. (laughs) Wild stuff. stuff. Well, I I
1: got,
2: I got a question for you, Mike. Um, So the Mayans seem to figure it out. How come we can't figure it out? You know, they had it figured out for like 12,000 years or something like that. Um, Yeah. What is it that we have to have a leap year? You know, we're pretty good mathematicians and stuff. Uh, I don't get that.
4: That's a good question, and I'm I'm also not a mathematician, so I can't answer that directly. But I do know that uh, they say that, uh, as you're describing there, that uh, the the Mayans had sort of the law, the large count figured out. Which uh, again, we're we're sort of uh, basing things on, as I s- stated when we started tonight, four year cycles, which seems less optimal. I guess that's probably a good way to put it. In I think that's probably a good way to put uh, um, human, uh, uh, modern humans. Let's say less, less than optimal. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, what else you got? Go ahead.
2: No, that's it, man. I just wanted people to think about, uh, you know, think about your childhood. Um, summers seem to last forever, and the school year seemed to last forever. But as you get older, it passes faster and faster and faster. I think there is something to. Uh, the distance between the neurons in your brain, uh, electrons fire between them, and yet, you know, relatively it's a small amount of distance, that you're talking about millions of calculations per, per second. And, uh, you know, that, that takes a toll over time. So I think that as we grow older, time tends to want to pass faster for us, but it's not really passing faster. We just perceive it as passing faster, you know. And uh, that's just something to think about. And I would like to see somebody do a study on it, you know, with some uh, rotational things and frame rates and uh, actually, you know, check it out.
4: I I think there is science happening in that. Like I said, if you you don't follow Brian Romilly on Twitter, actually, you should. If you don't, that's cool. If you don't have an account there, don't want to kind of uh, dip your toes in that cesspool. I got it. I got you. I'll uh, keep an eye on that stuff because he has talked about this. He was talking about this stuff 15 years ago when really nobody else was at least in the scientific community, which is incredible, which is why science, right? Science is one of those funny things where you're like, yeah, you know, uh, scientists know things. But then also, you know what? You can do science as uh, just regular people as well. Uh, And uh, that's uh, that's being proven and continuing. And uh, let's continue thinking and dreaming. And let's create, uh, I don't know, what what dream science together. Like, what are we doing here? I have no idea what we're really doing. But uh, the thought will come one day that uh, I'm like, that's exactly what we're doing but I don't have it right now. So uh, we'll, we'll put that on the back burner and get get back to it at some point. Uh, amazing stuff. Uh, uh, final thought, and, and tell us about your your stream as well. I haven't, uh, again, you know me, yeah, so so uh, uh, my, my time is so limited that I just can't spend as much time as I would like uh, popping into streams and saying hi and helping other people with the things that I would love to help with. But uh, uh, tell everybody about the stream you're doing and uh, all the rest. Uh, and, of course, a final thought if you got it.
2: Uh, no, don't worry about it, man. Um, I mean, I do the nights of the storm. You can check that website out. No big deal. Um, I'm not worried about it. Most of your listeners kind of know who I am already anyway, but, um, no, uh, if you can, can you drop the link for the Twitter, uh, in rumble because uh, I want to check that dude out that you're talking about. Yeah, for sure. Okay. okay so something wait, I've been,
4: yeah, 100% before you go, I'm going to object because I think that you, you're saying that maybe most of the people in th- these different spaces know who you are. Our biggest following is on the podcast feed. Our biggest following is on the podcast feed. So you they're like sort of the, the, the temporal troubled minds fam of tomorrow when they listen in the morning. So please, please tell us about that dear stream so that they see it because they're not here in the chat with us tonight. So, so j- just, uh, uh, oh, okay. I object, I object. Please tell us about what you're doing. Okay.
2: Okay, so if you go to the night of the storm, just like it sounds, com, um, you can see where, where I'm found and a lot of my friends are found. Um, and uh, we just did a great stream tonight. We did a name that tune, kind of a get out of the. I do a lot of political crap, which I actually come to your stream to get away from that because I have a good time here, uh, really good time with your, your folks in the chat. And it's kind of a relief for me. Uh, we had a fun night tonight, though, getting away from politics. But if you go to TheNightsOfTheStorm.com, um I do the Knights of the Storm. I do the Fox Soul. Uh, my buddy that started with me does uh, Angry Tiger's Den. But it's mostly political crap. Like Everyone's tired of that, right?
4: I'm not so sure. I, I, think, uh, I think we're in an election season, and people probably want uh, takes that aren't Fox News and CNN. So... I mean, there's value. There's value there for sure. So uh, just because I don't do it doesn't mean there's no value there. So yeah, like I said, I object. Tell us all about it. Uh, 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 Do I have the link? I can't remember if I put the link in the description down below. I will double check right now. And now TroubledMinds.org forward slash friends. Follow Jason here and the work he's doing over there. If you want to dip your toes into some political discussion. And I I think the most important part of that political aspect is uh, regular people talking about it. Because you notice the elites... Have one, one, two, or three, or four takes, almost like, you know, choose choose uh, choose your own adventure, A, B, C, D, E, or none of the above, but, uh, you know, like regular people like you and me, we have different takes on this stuff, and this is the type of stuff that other people want to hear, so no, man. Like, I, I don't discount that at all. I don't want to listen to the, the the crappy corporate stuff. I want to listen to you talk about this, so for sure, 100%. I appreciate well, it very much. Go ahead, go ahead
2: there's one thing I got to say, Mike, is what you cover, um, the elites as we call them as on my show, you know, the, the show we talk about, yeah, it's political or whatever. Um, but these elites know some stuff that we don't know and you kind of tap into those things, those hidden knowledge things that I don't know who's giving it to them. I don't know if it's demons. I don't know if it's aliens. I'm not sure what it is, but they're, they're getting this, this technology, they're getting all this stuff out of their butt and they're getting it from somewhere. They're tapping into something that, uh, you know, and I don't want to get religious or political or anything, but uh, they they know something we don't know. So what you do is important. Um, Exploring uh, different aspects of things and just kind of like asking questions is really, really important. And uh, we do that on our show as well. We just try to keep it like not uh, I don't
4: know. Tin foil hat-ish. <laughs> less, uh, less, <laughs> less, less maybe juice. Yeah,
2: that, that's fine. That's I'm fine. i consider tinfoil
4: hat, by the way. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, which, uh, which, uh, I, I see you rocking your, uh, the troubled mindset on, the uh, on your stream as well. So thank you for that. And you're always trying to do uh, to pimp the hat for me and for, uh, for the show. And, uh, that, thanks for being a supporter, and uh, at some point, I'm going to bully my way onto your show and come hang out with you guys and kick it. Uh, when I want to have some time to do that, okay? So uh, I'm going
2: to... Oh, you got to hit me up, man. Uh, my buddy Angus wants you on. He does um, kind of a non-political kind of chill-out show, and he really wants you on, so that'd be cool.
4: Fair enough. Fair enough. I appreciate it very much. Thanks for the call. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being you and uh, keep up the good work. Uh, regular people talking about uh, regular things and amazing things is where it's at. And uh, you're definitely in that space. Thanks for calling. Thanks for, uh, thanks for, uh, thanks for listening to my call. I shouted out in the, over there in the rumble chat. I was like, Hey, it's leap year. You guys are going to miss your chance. Nobody, uh, you, we have four years before you uh, get to pop back in here uh, for the, as a special holiday. And you're like, hold my beer. <laughs> I appreciate it very much, bro. <laughs> All right. Take care, Mike. Thanks for the call. Have a great night. Okay, that's uh, J- the real Jason Barker. Uh, find him over there on on uh, Rumble. Uh, part of the Rumble fam, uh, which which we're always doing. Which is uh, meaning uh, chat wise, uh, these guys are lighting it on fire every night. Probably, probably, and again, right? Uh, if you want to break it down to the most poppin' chat, the most. Uh, let's, let's. We're going to do the uh, the the Troubled Minds Awards tonight for the most poppin' chat. And it definitely goes to the rumble fam over there. They're, they're like, uh, always every single night, just, uh, people just lighten up the chat over there. So, uh, if you're, uh, if you're like, Hey, why is it, why is it this quiet? Or why is it that quiet? Well, you know where to go. You know where to go. You see what I'm, you see what I'm doing here. <clears throat> well, thank you. Uh, Jason for the call. Appreciate it very much. We're talking about this, uh, time dilation effect, but, uh, a lot of things, a lot of things kind of ca- came together tonight in, in some weird ways. Okay. Specifically, uh, it's leap year. It's a uh, you know uh, w- what do we call these things? Leaplings is uh, if you're born on this day, you're a leapling, as the uh, the term is, which sounds very folkloric. Like I said, uh, but then also uh, this news just popped two different news stories regarding well the tactile sensation of time. Think about that, right? When this one was, but the other one is not necessarily that. But it's talking about this this uh, actual. Uh, Uh, a new ion channel called Oaken one, which is a key to sensory perception. Like I was a little shocked that uh, all of this came together so easily, these three articles right here. And then the idea that we're in leap year, sort of this temporal aspect of the human meat suit experience is well, definitely synchronistic. It's uh, a, this all came just like blam, blam, blam. I was like, damn, like, how do I explain all this now? Now it's on me to explain what all this means, which is difficult, but Hey, I'm not scared. Uh, Amazing call. Thank you, Jason. Uh, uh, Link will be in the description. I'm going to find, I I can't remember if I put him there let me, let me find that. I'm I'm such, I'm such a, uh um, I'm just, I'm just so like up to my neck with doing everything. I just, <laughs> I wish, I wish I had everything on lock and I don't, uh, we're going to, we're going to skip. James said skip me, uh, take the, take together the calls. He's got some stuff to get to. He thinks he's going to take a minute. So, uh, we're going to go to the Robert, uh, just next to let you know, Robert. Uh, so, so, uh, get ready. You're on deck, uh, in a, just a second here, but we're talking about this threshold day. It is, it is leap year. It is. This this one day that happens every four years, these weird four-year cycles we've been talking about kind of recently as well with the election seasons and things, which notably, right, the leap year and election year is locked. That's weird. I mean, there, there's some I'll, – I'll probably have to revisit that at some point and kind of – I'm going to think deeply about it, well, meaning as I drive around like a zombie trying not to die from crazy drivers – uh, but but think a little a little bit more in terms of uh, what these four year cycles might mean. But I think that uh, there's some sinks here that we can uh, kind of tackle in the in the future. But I don't know. I don't really know. Uh, love to hear your thoughts. We're talking not just sleep here, but this weird sort of tactile sensation of time. Is it possible we can feel time? We can smell time. We can see time. We can, and it piggybacks onto us through this sensory perception. And the question of the night, which is now becoming, I forgot to ask Jason this. Uh, if you can't drop it in the chat, my friend Jason, a great call, thank you. If you think steampunk, and you close your eyes, imagine what steampunk smells like. If you uh, type in the chat, I'll tell everybody what you think. What's up? What's up? Uh, Dawn says, "Dude, I taste time. I taste time." <laughs> now, now we're cooking with gas. Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. Mrs. Strange says, "Uh, yeah, yeah." steampunk smells like gas yes. let's go to uh the robert in pennsylvania how you doing my friend you're on Trouble minds go right ahead what do you know about this leap 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 day leap year the 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 leans, this tactile sensation of time you, you think we're off the rails tonight is, is it too much for you robert
1: <laughs> i'll tell you something when 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 you first mentioned that you actually approached your mrs strange and asked that question about steampunk I, I thought to myself, I wonder if she gets questions like that throughout the day. <laughs> uh,
4: not, not, not too much, because she would be really sick of my my shit if I did stuff like that all the time. So I try and keep it a little more normy in that aspect. But yeah, uh, I, I could, I could, but uh, it might end end poorly, <laughs> let's say. But yeah, I mean, it, it was it was a thought. I was like, okay, so so she, and uh, as is typical, um, you know, the the female typically has a better. A sense of smell, right like it it is the case with me and with her and you know, and so so I was wondering if if you close your eyes and imagine what steampunk actually smells like, and she she instantly came up with an with an answer, so um, uh, I don't know, maybe uh, maybe did you did you did you think about it or uh anyway we'll, we'll take it wherever you want as you know, i you don't have to let me lead you. you uh tell me what's on your mind
1: well I'm speaking about what Jason said about time and 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 the difference of how. Uh, time goes slowly when when you're um, much younger and it goes fast when you're older and I have a different take on that um, I think that when you're like a kid and you're still building up memories all right by the time you reach your mid midlife you've got a, a ton full of memories in your in your mind and, you know every second of of your life is there and I think that because we could we, there's so many of them, uh, and we constantly look back on our lives. Uh, it's what makes time seem like it goes faster, because frankly, memories are basically a time machine.
4: That makes sense. I, I, I track that. So, 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 the, the, so we're talking disparate realities, though, right? So, so back, back to the, the tactile sensation. Do you think we can smell or feel or taste time? Does that seem too far out there for you?
1: I I I I think that I I don't know about smelling it, but I I I do think that we ha- we perceive time, especially when something major is about to happen. I think I think the whole globe senses something is about to go down uh, over you know throughout history. Um, as far as smelling time, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> that's, that's a question that's, that, that I've never really, really considered.
4: That's my uh, job. That's, that's my job, like, Robert. I will
1: consider it. That's my job. I, I, I will consider it. Uh, you know, uh, prob- I'll, I'll, When I go to sleep, I'll, I'll, I'll put that question uh, before I drift off, and maybe in my dreams I'll come up with an answer. Um, do you note that every leap year... That a major change happens globally, everything that we everything that we got used to for four years suddenly gets blown into into little fragments.
4: Yeah, meaning, meaning what? And, and we
1: have and 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 we have to adapt to a new norm.
4: Yeah, but back to what I was describing earlier. Sort of, we have these four-year cycles. Notice again, there's a, there's a definite link here because leap year and election year are synced. So I do wonder if these four year cycles are sort of the, the mini, how would you describe it, uh, aspect of the larger Bakhtun of the, the Mayans, right? Like, like uh, let's say modern science has determined that those four year cycles are the most poignant for controlling and changing hearts and minds, as they say. You know what I mean? And so maybe that's why this uh-huh. is boiled down. We talked about, again, the Olympics, uh, the World Cup, uh, leap year, every four years, election season. I do wonder, I do wonder if there's something more to this in that aspect. And I think, uh, I, I, like I said, I'm still thinking about this. And it'll, it, we'll come around to this and do a whole show on it. But I, I'm i not exactly sure. I have the questions, of course, but I, I want some so a little bit more um, substance before I talk about that directly, but but I do feel like uh, maybe maybe we're on the right track with that aspect for sure.
1: Right, I, I think that uh, matter of fact, uh, it's poss- I think it's possible that every leap, every February 29th, uh, maybe we go, we kind of slip into a parallel universe. The old where line. everything where where,
4: where, every, where most things still remain the same, but there are s- certain things that uh,
1: you think uh, you, you, and you're seeing, and, and something's not right here. Something's changed that I can't put my finger on that was there yesterday.
4: Like sort of that uh, that 2012 aspect of sort of sliding timelines and uh, the the deja vu effect. Which, by the way, the deja vu effect is in the the write up tonight. You guys haven't checked that out, but I, I think you should probably check these write-ups out if you guys haven't done that. It's a it's on the Troubleminds website, Troubleminds.org. It's the top link in the, the description down there. But uh, it, it does go through a ton of these wild ideas, and and maybe this is what we're dealing with as uh you know sort of this deja vu effect of these cyclical things, and even the Mandela effect and things like this. Maybe this is where we sit now with um as Brian Romilly says on Twitter again, as I said, Twitter X. Uh, He's talking about human bandwidth, so I do wonder if there's sort of a maximal effect for our actual human hard drive for a four-year period. You see what I'm saying? I think I think there's a lot here to uh, to kind of bring to the future. Maybe not now, but uh, since we're time traveling, fuck it, let's do it tonight. (laughs) What you got, Robert? Go right ahead.
1: (laughs) Sure. Four years ago, four years ago, um, you know, we were uh, everything changed. All right. We had four years of, of of tumultuous uh Trump presidency, you know. Uh, a lot of it was just fanned. All right? And then we get this then we get this weird thing that happened. And and, and this Joe Biden, who couldn't win a primary, right. became the president of the United States. All right. It was just as weird as when Trump was elected, all right. And then four years before that we had um we had um,
4: that was Obama, Mitt Romney. I'm, I'm, Mitt Romney.
1: Yeah, yeah, but but you see, if you look at them and break it down into four year groups, you'll see that everything has a theme. Everything, every four years, those four years, that block of four years has a theme, all right. And then with the next four years, that that theme gets blown to pieces, and we have a different theme. Um. For example, like uh, 2008, when the, when the world economy blew up, all right, that was, you know, we were used to good times from 2004 to 2008, and everything blows up 2008. And if you look back from 2004 to 2000, all right, we had good times in 2004, but we, everything blew up with the dot-com thing in 2000. Uh, and then you go back. And then you go back uh, another four years. The Soviet Union collapses. Um, I'm just saying, there's a huge change globally that happens at the end of those four year periods, and 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 becomes the new norm for the next four years.
4: It seems like it seems like, which means there's there's a sort of a. A microcosm of the larger tune of the Mayans, right? And I think I think they've uh, perfected this to to, to maybe the max the maximum extreme of control. And uh, so so yeah, I, I think I think like I said, maybe we're onto something here. There there are again. Yeah, but, two, so so the year two thousand. Think- just real quick, just real quick. Uh, the year two thousand was that same cycle, but also it was the as Matthew said, when he called it in the very beginning, it was that Y2K. It was sort of that, uh, the, the dip into the next realm of the digital aspect. And as he said, there's a lot of a human toil that went into fixing that. So shit didn't break. But then also, uh, well, it, it's sort of like a, the hard marker of 1999.999999. It's like, it's very digital. It's, it's, I don't know. It, it just it just seems strange, and here we are, twenty twenty four, still kind of in this same nutty cycle of uh, God knows what comes next. Yes, yeah, sorry, Go ahead.
1: But what we what what I think what I think what uh, this last four years is mostly uh the, what was the norm of these past four years because each one has a theme. Uh, it would be toxic capitalism. All right, where 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 the very wealthy try to grab the rest of it. And the middle class is thrown, you know, I, I just heard today you have to make $150,000 to be lower middle class in California. Anyway, I think that what happens in these four years is that what's the norm of, of, the, of, of one particular, you know, of, of the four years, the next four years, it's a, it's a complete reversal of the norm. So that would ind- indicate to me, if I'm right about that that the next four years are going to be the end of toxic capitalism. It's going to, br- it's going to bring that about, that end of that toxic capitalism, um, and life will go back into a more prosperous, more comfort for most of the people in the, in, in the globe. I think that's really what what the next four years are going to be like, because this last four years were completely full of violence, war uh, and toxic capitalism, all that has to get washed away. And I think, you know, they can't, you can't continue to, uh, what was the theme of one four years into the next four years. That's what I'm trying to say.
4: Yeah, well, exactly.
1: It never uh, happens.
4: Yeah, yeah. well, exa- it, it does. We are kind of changing that zeitgeist, right? And I think uh, you can't discount what we're doing here, the Troubled Minds fam, you, me, all the rest of us. Because we're, we are pressing into that space of, come on now, like, why do we have this disaster after disaster after disaster of like nutty election cycles and stupid people uh, and, and what Jason's doing and what everybody's doing? Like, look, independent people with independent thoughts are the most important part of this entire thing. Because if we're not pressing our ideas out, we're getting destroyed and owned by those elite circles. That will use us as pawns forever. They will again until we push back and decide that hey, there are other ideas here that need to prevail. And let's talk about those ideas. 100. percent I'm with you. I'm with you a lot. Go ahead. Well,
1: can I say one more thing?
4: Of course, we we got time for you, bro. It's it's Thursday night, which is okay. a trouble Wines Friday. We got James on deck, which is we're going to go along with him as well. So we'll go right ahead, sir.
1: Okay. Um, in the four years of Trump, all right, we had. Basically, buckled down to reality. Trump Trump was a realist, uh, and he would not. He would not. He, he, he was anti-war. In the next four years, we get craziness. We get this. Uh, um, you know. All, all, all. You know. Like. Like. What am I trying to say? Lunacy. All right. That like for example that there's only uh, that there's more than two sexes and and you know that whole that whole theme that was going through that's been going through for the last 4 years it's like you know up is down and down is up you know it's a it complete to me near insanity as far as what you know what was being projected onto us and the rest of the world so the next 4 years we're going back to being realistic again all right whoever's whoever's in charge it's going to go back to, to being realistic and throw this out. We were not awoke in these last four years. So the next four years has to be that we all become woke. You know, I hate to use a term like that, but but it means that we're all on to what's going on, what the game is. And and, and we're going to... And, and this is... This will, matter of fact, it would be one of the... The next four years will probably be a great revol- a peaceful revolution to change it and bring it back to some kind of sanity. Let's I hope think so. that's what's coming.
4: Let's hope so. Uh, I but mean-
1: again, like I said, it's, 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 the, it's the world that we're going into because each great change, I think, maybe we slip into a parallel world and and then four years later, we slip into another one another one, another one and there's always going to be missing pieces. Back in our minds, we think, this, something's not right here, some, some, something's missing, I know, my watch was over, you know, I keep my, I had a gold watch, now I got a silver one, uh, my, my watch band was gold, now it's silver, I remember it being gold, you know, that type of thing, those small, tiny things that, back of our minds, we remember from yesterday, that aren't the same today, it's not a large thing, it's always something a little small
4: back to that uh, Mandela effect uh, and, and I think the the Mandela effect itself is such a small aspect of the greater the the, the greater cycles you know it's it just sort of the nori version of that I think we're 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 exploring what that means in the Mayan calendar the Baktuns, and sort of the larger cycles it's a it, it's a wonderful thing to be here and be like I like I always say blessed to be in the middle of this whirlwind because there's so many great ideas flowing through but I but I think uh, I think we're on to something. And uh, don't forget, don't forget. Do think, go, ahead,
1: go ahead. Do you do you think time vibrates? Yeah. Well, that's As that's the vibration.
4: Yeah, I think that's where we're getting to. I, I think that's exactly the point. So we can feel it. We just don't know that we can feel it. it. It 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 is a, let's say a a. The the basis of us, right? That that's probably the best way I can think of in the moment to put it. It is the basis of us. We feel that river of time sort of vibrating through us constantly and continually. But yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I, I think for sure. Uh, and in the human does construct it, and all the, the rest... Does the
1: vibration, does the pitch of the vibration uh, vary?
4: I would imagine. I, w- I would imagine back, back to, again, so the, the science is now kind of finding this with this again, the Elkin one, the key to this is sensory, the sensory perception. Imagine being able to turn it up or turn it down based on your perception of time. I mean, this is, this type of stuff is coming as we sort of start to sort out that junk DNA and all the rest of stuff that, that we don't get, that we didn't get 20 or 30 or 50 years ago. Suddenly, I think we're going to have some bizarre answers coming. We, we got a reckoning coming, Robert. I, I think that's what's happening. And that's why, uh, that's why trouble minds is a thing because so, we're headed to the game.
1: If time vibrates and, 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 and it varies, the, the pitch of time varies it means that everything you know we can be going along time can be going along for four years humming at a steady vibration and then smack dab on February 29th the pitch increases and it changes make, and, and all these sudden changes start to happen around the world
4: yeah, very much a uh, 2012. Maybe, maybe this is the day that weird leap year, sort of the the correction in the calendar, is when that uh, Mandela effect uh, sort of manifests. You know that that type of aspect. So uh, if that's the case, uh, strap in, hold on to your butts, brother, because uh, I'm telling you, maybe maybe 2025 is going to be more wild than we ever dreamed.
1: Yeah, but I, I, it's going to be pleasant, wild, because w- the last four years have not been pleasant for most people in the world, you know, with what, you know, you know, my dad used to tell me, you know, I, I didn't want to watch the news. I don't want to listen to politics. I don't want to listen to that stuff. And he used to tell me it's your bread and butter because those people are going to determine whether or not you get a food on your table. All right. Those people have control over you and they're going to decide, you know, um, so much about it. Right. And lately and, and for the last four years, They've basically been, you know, crapping all over us. All right. Well, the next four years, that guy has to change because it's leap year and a new normal has to set in. That's the way I'm saying. It. I'm going to get off and let James in. But <clears throat> my goodness, now that, that that this this topic is profound.
4: Thank you. Appreciate it. and your call is profound and uh, you are profound and uh, keep dreaming, keep thinking, and uh, thank you for being my friend and thank you for being a mentor to not just me but to all of us. Appreciate it very much, Robert.
1: Okay. Okay, young man. Good night.
4: Sleep well. You're, you're the best. That's it. The Robert, the Robert in Pennsylvania. Amazing stuff as always. Uh, like I said, uh, go check out his book. Links in the description. I, by the way, w- before I do that, uh, because I made a mistake, and I didn't tell you to go follow the Night Stalker. I, was, I rambled on after he left because he, he leaves so abruptly. But uh, go follow Derek the Night Stalker, troubledminds.org, forward slash friends, S-T-O-C-K-E-R. Links in the description troublemindsorg forward slash friends. And while you're, while you're down there, uh, go check out Robert's book as well. Um, and you can find it uh, again. Like I said, full disclosure, he sent me a couple copies. I'm not, uh, not going to turn into that shell. That's like, Oh, uh, you know, this, uh, shell company sent me millions of dollars. And so here I am kind of selling it to you because they send me millions of dollars. No, stop. Uh, he, he did send me a couple free copies and, uh, that's full disclosure, but, but I read it and it's amazing. He was uh, an OG troubled mind long before I ever even had the concept in my head. And uh, go check it out. Uh, I liken him as a writer to, um, let's say, uh, as I've said this before, Philip K. Dick kind of meets Rod Serling with a troubled mind, if you catch that. If that sounds amazing, I'm not even kidding. Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. As you're down there buying Robert's book that you can find on Amazon and uh, have it probably shipped to you tomorrow. So please do that. Help our friends. Uh, let's go to uh, James. James. James in Michigan for being patient. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, thanks for um, just thanks for uh, not uh, not having your computer brick in the night. Did deepen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the joint. James having some uh, some some computer issues, but uh, uh, so so I'm I'm out of beer. I'm dry, but I'm going to turn you on the speaker, and you get to filibuster for um, for about sixty or ninety seconds as I go like, oh, grab them. But I'm going to put oh, you on.
7: Darn! That, uh, what am, am I going to do? Exactly. That sounds. So difficult, Hor-
4: horrifying, right? 90 seconds all by yourself. Yeah, w- w- welcome at uh, Salcedo Paranormal to Troubled Minds. We're talking about this wild stuff, Threshold Day again, leap year. Take a review, one of course, the the five senses, a scientist uncover tactile connection of time. A little bit of weirdness here that uh, seems to be stacking in this synchronicity term. So, there's a lot of ways to tackle this, and uh, I'm sure you already have a plan. So, go right ahead, sir. Welcome to the joint. I'm going to step away and grab a beer, and I'll be right back. But I'm listening on speaker. Bill Buster James, go. Yeah.
7: <laughs> Sounds good. Um, first thing I want to point out, and I'm sure maybe this is already, some people that know me will, will remember this, is that it does seem like even in terms of different paranormal events, time can be a factor and is a factor. And I'm not even just talking about, of course, there's the whole missing time thing when it comes to encounters with other entities. I'm not even talking about that because I don't think that's the only way or reason for um, time anomalies and, and weird experiences with time to happen. Uh, I've had a couple of experiences with time that I can think of, uh, and I've, I think I've shared them before on the show, but I'll just go through them real quick. The, the quickest one, literally, was um, one night. No, it wasn't night. It was daytime. I was sitting here, I wear my blindfold a lot because my eyes are sensitive to light, so I kind of live in nighttime a lot throughout the day. Um, But I was sitting here listening to a podcast, and I remember sort of going into this, I don't know, really relaxed, trance-like state while listening to this podcast, but it was really odd because everything just seemed to stop and it was like I was hearing this one point in this podcast, this one, basically the, the sound of, um, like the, 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 the voice of the person that was talking and the music, but it was just that one moment of that and it was stretched out. It felt like it went on for several seconds and that's all that I could hear and process and that's I wasn't moving either during this time and this went on for what felt like a little while and then everything just started back up again normally and I don't know what that was was I somehow was time just distorted somehow by maybe being in that relaxed state I do think that consciousness and different states of uh, wake waking and sleeping and just different states of of the the mind of the, the physical brain. I wonder what that can um what how that interacts with time and or the paranormal in general.
4: I'm here and I've been um, here, just to let you know. I, I'm, I'm halfway tempted to just shut my mouth and see how long you can go but <laughs> I've been I've been here <laughs> i like do it great James. Keep it up, buddy <laughs>
7: So, yeah, that's the first experience I had with that. Uh, and I I don't know. It is so hard. It is impossible really to describe what that felt like because I, I did just describe it, but that doesn't even, like to me in my own mind, it doesn't even feel like it really describes anything of what actually happened. Um, so that's the that's the first one. Another experience I know I've told on the show before where – I used to walk to this one restaurant. It's closed now, but uh, it is, it's right in town. And I would always walk the same route because it was just the easiest route. Minimal traffic. Um, I'm legally blind, so that's an important important thing. Um, no traffic lights to cross. It's basically all just side streets. And I would walk this route to get into town no matter what, whether I was going to this restaurant or not. And this one day, I was walking there, and it takes me 10 to 15 minutes always um, to get there. I don't walk in the winter, so I'm not counting when there's all kinds of snow on the ground. Um, I'm not that brave. Uh, But so the rest of the year, though, I I would always walk there and meet my family there for lunch. This one day, I took that walk, and uh, I started walking, and I got onto the side street, and... I went into sort of that zone that people talk about going into when they're driving where you just kind of zone out and you're still driving and it's somehow everything is still okay, you're, you're safe. Um, and then eventually you come out of it and you are a lot further along than you than you expected to be or, you, or you're just you just realize more, you become more aware of where you're at. And I did that and I came out of it and I was almost at the restaurant and that's odd for me because I never, I can't remember another time I've ever done that walking. Because when I'm walking, I need to be aware of the ground. I have no depth perception. So I always have to be aware and using my cane to, to find steps and obstacles.
4: Which, which is not so, it's so, 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 like you kind of entered this flow state of sorts. Like, like we yeah. were, you were hyper aware of everything around you enough to keep you safe. But also, you would sort of take it a backseat to consciousness for a moment uh, to just kind of chill and stroll down the road, you know, like just stroll stroll to your destination. I mean, and and that's the thing. We all go through it. Like you you just described perfectly, I'm driving all the time. And I'm trying to stay aware as much as possible because, you know, the the second you, you know, kind of lull into that pattern, you lock into that pattern of, uh, you know, know, uh, everything's fine. Well, then suddenly things you know, can become not fine, super fast. So, you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. Yeah. So, so, so it is autopilot's a good thing. That flow state's a good thing in that aspect, but also yeah, pay attention guys. Cause sometimes shit happens fast. When shit, when shit goes down, it happens fast. And, uh, Oh yeah. I've caught myself a lot of times too. uh, being a driver again, as many of you know, I've had a commercial driver's license. I drive for a living I've been doing it for many, many years. And, uh, if you're not paying like close attention to things, Things go downward like you. You should have gotten killed or something, right? But but you're because you're focused, you're hyper focused. You're like and move out. Like for instance, just a real quick. Uh, uh, this is like three days ago. I'm just driving in my lane, chilling, right? Focused, doing what I'm doing. All my mirrors, I know spatially everything around me. And there's this bus on the right side of me. I'm just driving. It's on the it's in the right lane, and this mamba jamba just literally starts moving into my lane right <laughs> With Like no signal no anything and like i'm i'm like holy shit bro you're gonna kill me right it was like that right and so like th- those are the types of moments where if you dawdle for a second you're like you're dead like i mean that, that how much is a bus weigh? <laughs> i mean that that's t- <laughs> like i'm driving a little car so it's so like it's like uh you know I don't know. Like uh like, like yeah I was like I was like oh well the good thing is uh I can move over and I see you happening and there's nobody on the left of me cuz I've already planned this out in case this happens you jerk don't ever fucking do that again to me you yeah <laughs> but yeah I mean that's the type of stuff right it happens all the time like so so there is and again back to I was saying this a couple nights ago too sort of we it's, it's almost like we're you know the flow state is good it's like a hyper active state of awareness. But then there's also sort of, as you're describing, as I'm describing sort of the opposite of that, which is kind of like relying on our intuition and our experience without the hyperactive flow state, you know, you kind of go into a lull and there are, there are ways to look at this that we're actually not always conscious. We're sort of dipping in and out of consciousness itself, which is a wild idea. We talked about this maybe a night ago or two nights ago or something, but just, uh, just something that kind of comes to mind to me that, uh, you know, as, uh, as Yoda says in Empire Strikes Back, you know, uh, always your mind to, 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 to the cosmos, to the stars, you know, never never on where you are and what you're doing. And so that richness of consciousness, as I've said in the past, I think it's incredibly important to, to, to kind of force ourselves to be in that space of uh, not just sort of protecting ourselves, but protecting other people in the same sense, right? Like if, if you're hyper-aware... Hey, when something happens, you're going to be the first to notice. And uh, if you can do something about it, uh, you're, you're in the spot and noticing, you know, it's a, it's a lot, man. It's a lot. And, and the, the temporally now, now when you kind of uh, put the tasting or seeing or hearing or feeling time itself, she gets weird, doesn't it, James? How, how did that strike you when I said all the paranormal shit is garbage? This is what we're talking about now. Did, 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 you, did, you, did, you, get, did you get some rage in your belly, James? <laughs> Go ahead, sir. <laughs>
7: uh, maybe, maybe a little bit. Um, but no, just to finish that story, though, that is true. That, that flow state or that zone, it does happen. But the other part of that story, of course, is when I got there and I checked on my clock, I had gotten there in five minutes to that restaurant and i still don't know how that happened because it just that it's 10 to 15 minutes every time there's never been a time where i walked to that place where i got there in five minutes <laughs> you know but anyway so that was the the first couple of things i wanted to bring up the this whole discussion of the the senses to me is also really um personal in a way and 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 fascinating because I almost said interesting um, because of my own situation. Again, I'm legally blind. I have no sense of smell and limited senses of taste and touch. And so a lot of, a lot of my existence, I, I guess I could say it takes place in my own mind. There's, I'm not thinking about sort of, what I'm feeling, especially when I'm sitting in my chair where I relax a lot and where I'm I'm always working on things or thinking about things, a lot of it is focused on taking information, whatever I can, with my eyes and ears, but then just thinking. And I'm just really um, – this this concept is, has really been amazing to me. I've loved all the calls. And I just wonder, for people that have – because I think everyone probably has different – levels of of for their senses, and I'm just wondering I've been wondering all night how that affects um the the time the sense of time for everyone if that is also another factor in how we perceive time
4: yeah okay, so now this gets even more wild right so 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 uh you've got uh again uh, almost no sense of smell, a uh, very, very incredibly limited vision you can hear. And so, so think of, think of this, like a kind of let, let's uh, stave that into a more uh, uh, drop it into a can even further and think about like Helen Keller, right? Like that, that whole bit, like the blind and deaf. So how does an individual like that also experience the flow of time? you get what i'm saying here so like so it, the, the fractals uh, uh forward and backward are prevalent for sure but also if we can see and smell and touch and taste time as we you know kind of make these ideas larger and larger here of what maybe science may discover tomorrow i don't know like how how does that as you're describing how does that are are we so truly that different that uh i don't know like i i just can't imagine right like and 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 you know vice versa can, can you imagine my experience you know what i mean or helen Keller, yeah. for instance i i think there's i don't know I, I don't know i i think it's um incredibly poignant to consider that uh even more obvious things like we're describing maybe how do I say this without being a jerk? Let's say there's other things happening uh, that are also sort of maybe, maybe some people are stunted, meaning that, uh, how about this? Let's say they cannot experience time, see it, taste it, smell it, this type of thing. And I guess it goes back to the richness of consciousness and sort of being locked into a moment and using all of your faculties to the best of your ability to determine what may come next. You see, you see what I'm saying? So like, so like, I guess using, using what we have the best we can in, in, in the space in the moment. And, uh, I don't know, like I said, I try, try not to be a dick about this cause I don't, cause I don't know. I'm not the smartest guy in the world, obviously. So I'm not talking about this like I'm the pinnacle of anything, but I am considering that, uh, there's so many other forms of consciousness that you can kind of point to and be like, well, what's happening there is kind of my point. Uh, to, to, to kind of round it off to not, not be a, a dick as much as possible. Uh, you can call me a dick as you will, because you're, you're a good dear friend for a long time, <laughs> as you know, but, but you see what I'm saying though, right? Like, like how do we quantify the feeling of consciousness from individual to individual? Cause it's going to be incredibly different. And, uh, and, and I'm going to ask you too uh, on the docket is uh what does steampunk smell like? You don't have to answer that right away, but uh, what else you got Go right ahead.
7: Well, that's the thing. I've never smelled anything. So, I have no idea what anything, including steampunk, would smell like. Um, just to answer that one, but yeah, no, and that, to your point also about Helen Keller or or, or you or anyone else, there it, it's true. I, I I can't imagine. I've talked about this with family family before. They because everyone is curious about sort of what I can and can't see. And it's just always, when sort of when I compare notes with people that have maybe more regular, normal vision, it's always a, um, a fascinating conversation for everyone, because sort of going into into that is just the different levels of all that. But I was just thinking about Helen Keller, and I mean, I think that sense of touch, and maybe I'm guessing taste and smell, but just going on sort of my own experience, I, I'm guessing that the sense of touch would just become incredibly important in that case. If you really, if you can't see or hear, um, I just, I can't even imagine. So, uh, but yeah, and I've also heard, I've had, I've had some um, people I've talked to over the years about my paranormal experiences that some people suggest that um, maybe I have them or I'm more sensitive to them because of my other senses not working so well. Sort of a having this other um, par- paranormal sense, I know I keep using that word, but this other sense of other levels of reality um, as a way to sort of compensate for not having the, the let's say, standard <laughs> um, senses in a way.
4: Yeah, well, but but that becomes exactly the point. So, so I think that the the, the standard senses again, are, what we talk about, what what we think about. But but my my point is, and I know you get this, is I'm talking about sort of like a, the sixth and the seventh, the eighth and the tenth and the twelfth sense. Like maybe you know back to the thinking fractally, is Helen Keller blind and deaf? Are there entities that are fully functional? in the most human ways, but are also blind and deaf to like the fifth, the sixth, the seventh and the eighth sort of senses. You know what I mean? In, in those terms. And that's, again, like I said, not trying to be a dick, trying, trying to think about this fractally in terms of uh, how we experience time. And if we can taste it and smell it and see it and all the rest of those things, but I do wonder if there's sort of that other, uh, mm, dare I say paranormal aspect of this, that, uh, kind of plays you know like, like i don't know it, it is it is complicated of course and we're way out there uh, i'd like to call this the if cliff by the way so you uh every time you say if you uh go up, you go up a step and 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 then you know eventually at the end of the shows we're like at the top of the if cliff staring down into the void so uh yeah there's there's a there's a thing but uh, yeah what else you got go ahead <laughs>
7: No, I think that's very true. I think everyone has just different levels of all different senses. I mean, even just going back to the sort of the physical realms, realms um, one thing I've noticed is not everyone with that I've met over the many years with um, any kind of a, a vision, low or no vision, not everyone is able to sort of uh, focus in on their sense of hearing the way I have sort of. Apparently been able to. Um, it doesn't. It's not a one for one. There's not, It's not a, a, a cr- across the board thing. So um, I do think it's just really all of those. And I've I've always been curious. And I think this would be. It's something I'd love to do, but it'd be very difficult to arrange. I'm really curious. I would love to know sort of do a study of all the people with any kind of uh, vision or, or hearing loss and. And study all that, and see how just how many of them maybe have had uh, experiences with things they can't explain, and see what the numbers are in, in that in that category, in that kind of a uh, group. So, but I think that's all I had. I, I know it's getting late, so um, yeah. that's all I have for now.
4: I'm okay if you're okay. Uh, we're uh, we're uh, we're Trouble Minds. So so we got a special holiday. We're uh, a leap year Troubled Minds. It's a Troubled Minds Friday Thursday night. So um, if you got more, or uh, I'll see, see if I can twist your arm here. So so uh, in terms of steampunk, you're like, nah, I don't really have an answer on that. But uh, wh- what about this other aspect of the, the back to the paranormal? Do you, th- do you think that sort of the cause of rev mirror and sort of this flow of time always kind of moving through us? Do you think that if we block that, it does sort of bring that existential terror? Or you know what I mean? Sort of these these fractals of, I don't want to say consciousness fractals of fractals of fractals of consciousness. You see what I mean? Sort of, sort of the aspect of sensing it. Um, because of course, uh, back to Helen Keller, just for a moment, uh, clearly she would have experienced time. Well, actually I can't say that. Presumably she would have experienced time like the rest of us, at least locked into that entropy cycle. But beyond that, I don't know. Like, like uh, you know, we we talked about this in that richness of consciousness aspect of you know Robert Frost or Emily Dickinson or you know uh, even J.R.R. Tolkien. You know, these entities that these people that actually sort of saw a little bit more of reality itself. I, I think uh, I don't know. Uh, I think I think it is it is paranormal in the veil and beyond the veil and sort of how that sort of space moves in and out of us and, you know, back to where it belongs and back to where he, where we belong. I don't, there's no, no good question. Just, uh, just me riffing like an idiot late into the night. But, uh, but, but anything on that, it, it seem, it seems like we're let's say like always struggling, like the, as I'm struggling here to come up with a concept, it seems like we're always struggling to come up with a concept, you know, it kind of feels that way. Not, not, and I don't mean just like in terms of like us talking about this, uh, just in terms of us feeling this, feeling what time is, right?
7: Oh yeah, and I think um, a lot of times when people, different over the years, I've heard different people talk about their experiences and let's say uh, uh, paranormal hotspots, haunted locations. Some of the the entities that they say they encounter, that they're able to communicate with those entities do not experience time and, or they experience it in totally different ways. And so I think just based on that, um, time is going to be different for us here because we have, you know, um, a more direct link to the physical world, but without that and sort of getting back to what Matthew was talking about, I totally agree I've had, And I mentioned this recently, I've had so many, in in the last few months or so, I've had so many weird um, dreams where I am 99% sure I was in some kind of other alternate parallel universe with people that are my family, but they were not, the people in those experiences, (laughs) they were not exactly my family.
4: Okay, so let's go metaphysical inversion for a moment. So those people that were not your family, that were kind of family esque-ish in a multiverse. What are those people feeling when you're there, right? Are they sensing you as you're the ghost? I mean, and this is this is exactly why. Oh, you're I, about I know, stuff, right? Like, well, what, yeah, when you show up, they're like, "What the fuck is this guy up to? <laughs> Who is this guy?" Right, like that type of thing. You know what I mean?
7: Well, that's the wildest thing, and I I'm, I told you about this a little bit in the chat. One of the people in one of these encounters seemed to be aware that I was not supposed to be there and, or I was, it was not their version of me. They were, they seemed to be aware of that. And they were like basically telling me it's okay. Everything's okay. And it was the oddest thing because maybe with every other experience I could write them all off as dreams. I don't, I don't feel like they were, but if I wanted to be, extremely skeptical about everything maybe dreams but in that one they showed awareness of me being there and of how weird that was or that the fact that that was not supposed to be that way so that has been blowing my mind since that happened and it's funny how this seems to come back up this happened now a couple different shows and I I you know I try to keep things topical so I don't like just bring it up automatically hey I want to talk about this one thing that happened you know I try to like kind of work it in and it's funny how this has happened again
4: and here we are yeah I don't know I don't know. think about this guys uh, so uh what's up uh a couple of things to read real quick before you go and yeah, before we wrap this uh what's up uh, jen jen said this was just super funny uh steampunk would probably smell like Steamed twill fabrics, copper, and taints. <laughs> Which is funny. You can tell. You can tell the mind of a writer when things like that come. But <laughs> I mean, a lot of other people have uh, suggested uh, what uh, steampunk might smell like. Let me. Uh, it was hiker emoji had a hilarious one too. school enough. school enough. Oh my god. Uh, I have to search it. But I mean, like that's that's the thing. Okay. So so this this is an exercise, guys in terms of the richness of that consciousness of what we're experiencing, is think about an aspect, a visual aspect, and consider what it smells like. Think of a visual aspect and consider what it sounds like. And, and invert those ideas. And, and I think we're, you know, we're so locked into that sort of human meat suit experience that we're not used to turning things on its head like that. And so you notice us, we're, we're not talking politics because boring, like boring, manipulative, stupid, polarizing, just disgusting. Uh, But we're like talking about peripheral ideas and then inverting those. Because I think this is, this is where our mind needs to be personally. That's, that's the way I see it. Like it's, it's brought me here and uh, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Meaning that uh, I'm uh, kind of, kind of, it feels like, it feels like James, doesn't it feel like this, that the troubled mind shows are like, they, they describe dreams as a sort of a washing effect. Like, like you go to sleep and the dream is supposed to be this thing that kind of cleanses the mind in the moment, you know, like, I kind of feel like we're pre-dreaming. You know what I mean? Does that, does it feel like that? It feels like that to me. Like, like I, like I'm, I'm dreaming now and then when I go to sleep, everything's cool and chill and I just rest well. Does Does that make some sense? It does. Except
7: I think people still continue to have these weird experiences while they're, while they're sleeping and dreaming. So, um, but yeah, I think on a, on a good night or a regular night, uh, or day, um, I think that can make sense. Uh, but yeah, also I just want to point out too, I've heard, and I, I've, I've seen this in different like articles and studies and things, that most people are used to going by what they see more than, more than what they hear or maybe what their other senses will tell them. And so I think that exercise is, is a good thing to do. Um, I would even just say, imagine, or even when you're out there, just try to focus on what you can hear. And what, what you're the sounds around you and you'll, you may notice more than you, uh, you normally do if you try to do that. So I think that could be something fun to do as well.
4: I think so. And, uh,
7: in some cases.
4: Yeah. Like it just could continually, I, I think that's, that's that richness of consciousness that we talked about on that whole show is that if you, if you're constantly challenging your meat suit experience, constantly challenging it every moment, as much as you can, as best you can, I think this is the type of stuff right? It, you you become sort of living in this paranormal space because you're, you know, all all of those things that you would expect to find or see or dream or think this type of stuff you're seeing you're, you're, you know, like, um, like, like I've, I've got an incredible spider sense these days, that tinfoil tingling, as I talk about, cause I'm always trying to lock in and trying to tune in and trying to be, you're the best me that I can be. And so it is, I do think we sort of fade off of consciousness if we don't focus, you know, and it is exhausting by the way, but also I think, uh, what the hell else are we here for other than to experience, you know, sort of the the best conscious space we can. Yeah. Well, stuff. Uh, let's wrap it. James It's late. It's a leap year. I know you, 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 you excuse me like 10 minutes ago. But I just keep rambling. But I, but I think I don't. I feel like I feel like this is a holiday. Do you feel like leap year is a holiday, James?
7: Yeah, I would say uh, leap year was a holiday. It's a, uh, it's not leap year anymore over where I'm at.
4: Damn it, but, James! Uh, it's also freezing. It's also freezing. I know. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, all right. I am aware. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Uh, yeah, I, I mean. That's exactly the point. Uh, th- think about it. Every human experience is different because, you know, we're not just talking temporally. We're talking about, uh, you know, different places we're in. I, it was 73 degrees today and I didn't even bring a jacket. I'm about to go back to shorts in a minute. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. oh I'm sorry. man. I'm, I'm sorry to brag. Oh. It's just what it is. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about it at work today and uh, and uh, one of my bros was like, yeah, you know, all that Puxatani Phil shit. Whatever that guy is, you know, everybody's like, "Oh, the, the the Northeasters are like, oh, bring a spring." We're like, "Fuck off! Our spring is already here. <laughs> we don't give a shit what the <laughs> with the groundhog says." <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, not to uh, not to not to pick on you, but uh, you, you get it. I, I know you understand, and uh, I know that uh, the the world is a crazy place, and uh, let's keep considering and dreaming and thinking, and uh, not uh, not discounting something that comes through us, right? In that. The Human prism, right? You do you discount it? I think you're doing yourself a disservice, and uh, yep, that's uh, what trouble mine's all about. You're the best brother. Anything to add before we drop this?
7: No, just um, just thank you for having me. I'm glad for some reason it's funny. I, I haven't had my browser open all night, and I'm wondering now if that has something to do with uh, why my computer's have been crashing because yeah. no browser onli- online all night.
4: Okay, that could be actually. That's that's actually a thing. So, uh, here's what I would suggest regarding that because I'm i uh, I'm an actual semi-pro, fix-it guy. Uh, get a new browser, check it out. So, so kind of uh, uh, swap that and uh, try uh, DuckDuckGo as a new browser. This does a bunch of uh new stuff coming, having and happen, doing the thing. So, maybe that fixes everything. <laughs> After I just started a new PC. Nah dear God. Hey, hey, but hey, but if you you can fix everything, you can send that shit back and get a refund. Don't forget that. True. That matters. But um, you're the best. Uh, don't forget to follow James. Uh, again. You know you love him. Salcido Paranormal, dear friend for a long time, obviously. And of course, uh, the Paranormal Expert of Trouble Binds. Links in the description down below. Troublebinds.org forward slash friends follow james here or uh, of course just search it yourself Salcido paranormal s-a-l-s-i-d-o space paranormal go uh go say hi to james go hang out uh, go join the discord go do all the things <sighs> i don't know i think uh, i think richness of consciousness it's taken me over i think uh you know like a, for, for there was like a, a good you know two month three month period there where Carl Young and Joseph Campbell are taken me over, I think a uh, richness of consciousness has taken me over. So uh, let's uh, spread that to the world. Maybe they need to hear it. Maybe they need to see it. Maybe they need to think it. Maybe they need to taste it. How about this? How about this? What does steampunk taste like? <laughs> I just, uh, I just haunted your dreams. <laughs> it's probably awful. It's probably awful. All right. Go help trouble minds. Help our friends. Troubled minds that are friends. Uh, go go uh, follow. Go follow all the people. Go do all the things. Go hang out. Thanks for being part of this. Uh, thank you for spending your time and energy with us. It it means the world to me. It means the world to many other people, which actually you have no idea. By the way, like I said, our biggest uh, audience is on the podcast feed. Shout out podcast feed uh, out there, Spotify, and all the rest. You guys are incredible. Thanks for uh, yeah, boosting this. If it wasn't for you guys, by the way, the podcast feed that found us and uh, was listening every single damn day. This show would have died on the vine a long time ago. So thank so you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Uh, now, there you go. Uh, what else? Uh, if you want to have troubled minds, directly spread the word. Let people know a conversation's happening. We're not going to talk about who to vote for. We're not going to do that. We're not going to be like, ah. We may talk about election season as a four-year cycle or something to this effect. You know, something a little more esoteric, but... We ain't gonna be like, no, no, vote for this guy. Vote for this corpse over this blowhard. Yeah, nope. Ain't gonna do that. We ain't gonna do that. <laughs> Jen, uh, probably tastes a lot, a lot the same. And the smells plus hot dogs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, there you go. The, the, the writer's mind. You see, you see the writer's mind popping up in the, uh, the chats here. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have any ideas other than uh, um, I'm gonna rest. I'm. I'm uh, whatever let's let's gtfo it's late in the night happy leap year tall y'all uh don't forget that uh, this is our reality too and uh if, if it's bending and twisting and changing let's uh let's uh let's be the anti-reality and uh bring back what we need as we finish it goes exactly like this you want to do it james i want to be presumptive you can tell me to fuck off it's fine
7: no, I, I I won't do that just yet. But I will say, be sure, be strong, be true.
4: Thank you for listening. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night.